0: <laughs>
1: that was much better than the first time we tried to record this
0: i mean hopefully that didn't hurt your ears that much yeah you
1: opened that the first time you did it you opened it with like a <laughs> just like this wild ear mouth, destroying mouth noise yeah and
0: i just I, it was perfect i'm still in shock Is that the Game Awards theme? No. Is that the Olympics theme? Probably not. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Everything Comes From Something, episode 24. I'm wearing a blanket. So are you, Cameron.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's really cold. (laughs) It is
0: cold in the room.
1: I love how... This is gonna be the the like three or four weeks of winter that we get, and it's like it dropped down oh. to like fifty six, and we're like, oh my, goodness, oh my it's gosh, so cold. oh my oh. gosh. My
0: name is Isaac Ransom. I'm Cameron Tuttle. Thank you for joining us today. Today's topic is about video games of 2018, and we thought it was in the spirit, as the year is coming to an end, to start looking at the great games that came across all systems. We haven't played them all, but we're gonna talk about them all and the crappy
1: games too, not just the great games.
0: Games like Kirby Battle Royale on <laughs> I <don't> 3DS. <laughs> I don't even know. What Battle that is. Royale is taking over the market, kids. How could you have a Kirby Battle Royale, dude? We are energetic. Cameron and I just got some noodles at Noodles and Company. Yeah, we did. And I just ate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just ate a bunch of nog. <laughs> eggnog <laughs> egg <laughs> is basically like eating. I mean, <laughs> you know, you got to tell the audience, Cameron. I cut it with milk, and it was yeah, low fat. And it was low fat. Yeah. He's trying, He's trying to
1: keep his, his figure, <laughs> but I had two full glasses of <laughs> cut egg Nog. They weren't full. They were like you know medium-sized. Glasses. pretty
0: large, man. I don't I'm know. feeling bloated and sugary and, and happy. I'm just
1: saying nog, like you drink a glass of nog and then and then it's like it's like a meal.
0: <laughs> Boom. I'm just excited, man. Before we started recording this episode, I'm like, I just feel the energy tonight. Mm. I'm feeling the energy. Can you know if you listen,
1: you feel. The energy tonight.
0: (laughs) Never again do that, please. I speak like Yoda. So, last episode was about money, history of money, Mm. okay? And, you know, I thought it was interesting. Cameron, you thought it was interesting. But we completely understand if you thought that was absolutely boring. And so, as a response, we're geeking out about video games. And if you don't like video games, well, we have some really cool topics coming up as well that we are planning. See, um, the thing
1: about our show is it's all access. Everybody gets to to hate one episode. Well,
0: okay, yeah, but <laughs> but the other thing is, is, you know, as I'm talking to people and talking to them about the show, I'm like, hey, listen to the episodes that sound interesting to you because we do cover a lot of stuff. Yeah. It is sort of a hodgepodge show of whatever we kind of feel like, and that's the point of everything comes from something. Oh, wait. It's not. Everything Comes From Something is a podcast about unoriginality. And what's more unoriginal than two white guys talking about video games? Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> uh, not much. So that's what we're doing this episode.
1: Yes. Uh, my name is a, a Polygon Journalist Number Two.
0: I'm IGN Editor Number Seven. <laughs> You've heard of me before. Um, I'm yeah. here to review Owlboy, this, uh... a classic 2018 masterpiece. <laughs>
1: I, I do just want to say before we get off, uh, off to the races, um, I think I actually kind of disagree with the way that you've laid things out here. Good. In your
0: spreadsheet. Good. Um, I made a spreadsheet for this episode. And, That's commitment, people.
1: And really, I disagree with
0: Metacritic scores. Oh. Um, well, I picked the critic scores, not the user scores.
1: No, I know, I know. I actually... I actually probably agree with the user scores more than the I don't than the critic scores the reason I being... just don't think I don't I don't find critics very uh insightful and I don't think they represent most gamers
0: so for most of these games on the list I'm gonna do my best to apply my um, industry knowledge I do follow the games industry pretty. Pretty extensively. I'm I'm very nerdy about it. Yeah. Uh, and ask Cameron. Cameron, you've been a little out of the loop this year with the games. Yeah, I have. I got busy. That's okay. You have good experience. So we're gonna talk about the things we have played and we haven't played, and hopefully we specify it well. And if we don't, we'll we're still trying to be informed about it. But before we start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like everything comes from something, and the things we are doing here on the show, you can support us at patreoncom podcast, Just like our executive producers, Kiana Lay and Darren. Shout out to the producers.
2: Boo, 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 boo. Boo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I realized we didn't shout out Darren last episode. We didn't. No, we didn't. Oh dang! And that's because Kiana, our other producer, was there. Also, because that's her girlfriend, Cameron. How embarrassing! <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. Um, so she was there. She's going to listen to this and she's going to. F- she's going to listen to the episode about gaming? I, I Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but I realized we didn't shout out uh, Darren, but he texted me today and he's like, hey, if I, if I date one of you guys, do I get to be on the show too? Darren, we're inviting you on the show. Don't worry. You don't have to date us. Please don't. <laughs> it's going to happen. Of course, we have social media stuff. We try to post interesting things. We're not that good at it, but still, you can keep up to date with us. Make fun of us in the comment sections, even though no one comments. And yeah, yeah how come all we don't have how come we don't have internet haters yet? We're just too likable.
1: I really think I th- that needs to be the next step in our in our podcast relationship. We need internet haters.
0: I think the problem is Cameron. If we had internet haters, we would probably make fun of them so much. <laughs> And just not care.
1: I would never be bothered by somebody who said something bad about me on the internet, I don't think.
0: I'm sure it would get to you. My biggest thing is, like, I feel like so many people attack content creators, and we didn't think it was difficult until we started, right? Yeah. And we don't even have a following-ish, besides the people that listen, which we do appreciate you. We've
1: got a following. We've got a
0: small, dedicated following, which I love. Dedicated okay.
1: fan base. I
0: love how people text me every week about the show. Yeah, and I'm just like, you guys make it way more fun than it it's needs really, to be. Really,
1: we're really engaged in the community.
0: Oh yeah, well most of the community has our number. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> but we do respond on Twitter and whatnot pretty pretty fast. Yeah. I would say our Facebook page says we have a bad response rate. Oof, and the truth is, w- Facebook's for old people. So
1: oh, that's true. I, I take really, that Facebook. I really dislike Facebook, also because they. Okay, before we get into the serious topic, do you know this thing? <laughs> do you,
0: serious?
1: Do you, do you know what shadow profiles are? Were we talking about you, this last week? I think you touched on it. On the, on I don't the know show? if it was on air though. Mm. Yeah. Well, they, they Facebook does this scary thing where they they uh, they create profiles for people who who have never signed up for Facebook. It's just terrifying. That Man, is creepy. Facebook is like Big Brother. I, I'm I I am done. I don't like social media. Do you think George
0: anymore. Orwell has a shadow profile? Probably. Yeah. Do you think dead people have a shadow profile? That's a good question. That I don't be know. Be weird. I've always, how would you know? How would Facebook know if they're dead? I've always wondered like what would happen to my accounts if I died.
1: And would I'm not like that post?
0: concerned or like I'm just wondering if anybody in my family or like my friends would try to fix the fact that i have an account or do they just fade into the internet ether
1: no i think what they what they do is like you know when you have an old account of something and you don't you don't use it anymore and then you go go back and you're like oh somebody hacked this account and has has been sending like uh like russian links that are gonna (laughs) crash your computer (laughs) like i think that's what would happen if you died and had a facebook profile
0: that sucks yeah This is kind of morbid, but I guess I could find out if I just look up people I know who have died. Sure, yeah. And on that note, (laughs) let's get into the topic. There's been a lot of games that came out this year, Cameron. Yeah. You've played a handful of them. I've been following most of them and played as many as I can.
1: I actually can't
0: say that i played a handful.
1: Mm. I have played less than five games, I think. Dang.
0: Well, I've been following pretty closely about what's going on. So I have a list here. And most of them are in release order. I might have mixed some up based on like uh, category, kind of like the first three I have. I don't think they were released at the beginning. They're just released as a Nintendo system. Yeah. So kicking it off, Kirby's Battle Royale. I had to put it on there. What I had no that? idea. I, apparently, it's a top-down arena-based Kirby fighting game. Got so a medic. Like, so it's like bomb em? Like Bomberman or whatever. Uh, I don't. I don't. I honestly didn't even look up gameplay. I just thought it was hilarious. It was called Battle Royale. It's not a battle royale game. Oh really? It's just like an arena combat. That would be game.
1: awesome if they, if there was a Kirby first-person shooter. That was a battle royale. Well, they That'd had Monkey awesome.
0: Ball first-person shooting. I did enjoy the did Monkey they? Ball first-person
1: shooting. They had Plants vs Zombies. The FPS
0: Rip Monkey Ball. Do you know what happened to that? I never played it. Good. Um, it has a 57 on Metacritic. This is a game that came out in 2018. 20. 20- <laughs> uh, moving on. We got Kirby Star Allies. Why am I putting Kirby on here? Well, if you didn't know, the guy who makes Super Smash Brothers had a hand in making Kirby as well, and that's why he's one. Of, he's one of the characters in the starting. Um, roster. If you haven't played Kirby games, they actually play similar to a Smash Bros. And the reason I say similar is because they have those weird button combos. Mm. It's a 2D side-scroller, but they have like side B, up B, down B, like moves incorporated into the attack patterns. And so... I mean, if you like Smash Bros and you want a side-scroller that's kind of chill with, like, Secrets Divine and whatnot, you can check out Kirby Star Allies. It's a four-player co-op game. 73 on Metacritic. Probably not that good. Probably remember, fairly unengaging.
1: I remember Kirby's Epic Yarn that came out in, like, 2011. I heard it was good. And I heard that was really good. Yeah, but that, that, was kinda, that was a
0: different kind of game. Yeah, definitely. You had to draw where Kirby goes with a stylus. Mm-hmm. It was almost like a rhythm game. Oh, you had to get him rolling around. Hmm. Uh, next up is Luigi's Mansion 3DS. If you got a 3DS and you want to relive Luigi's is that mansion, the o- is that the OG? It's, it's the, the OG. Luigi's apparently, it has a 73 on Metacritic. People like it because it's the original, but it's the same game. The controls don't translate well unless you have a newer 3DS with a little nub mm, yeah. for camera control, because the GameCube version had the camera control and they had two sticks on the on the GameCube
1: controller. Too, right, right.
0: So. And um, yeah. Apparently, the
1: graphics aren't that hot either. See, I played the, I played like, how is that game broken up into? Is it does is there like levels or something in that game?
0: I don't know. I've only played the beginning of yeah, Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: I've only played the beginning. So I, I was a remember.
0: kid when it came out, yeah. so I I, I remember. GameCube. It, I was thinking it was pretty spooky back then, as a as a child. Mario, Mario. It, it was funny because Luigi was scared too. Oh. You know, I was like, at least Luigi scared with me. <laughs> yeah. Um. By the way, we're running through games that we don't have many comments on. Just to start, so the show is fun and exciting for you right from the beginning. <laughs> very fun, um, <laughs> very exciting. Diablo Three Eternal com- Collection is on Switch now. If you're a Blizzard fan, if you like Diablo, go ahead and pick that one up. It's out. It's got an 87 on Metacritic. Um, never played Diablo before because I usually don't like isometric top-down games. Yeah, action. Yeah, I games. heard
1: Diablo Three was really good though. So.
0: Most people like Diablo games. I got to say, I was talking to you before the show about how much I like Overwatch, which we're going to touch on yeah. a little bit later in the show. It didn't come out this year, but it's one of those games that permeates throughout because of its like games-as-a-service sort of model. But Blizzard has sort of blown me away just with that first-person shooter, so now I'm more interested in checking out like why there's such a Blizzard fanfare, although yeah. they've been in some deep trouble with the um, Diablo Eternal is that what it's called?
1: Oh yeah. No no no, Diablo. Uh, Diablo Immortal.
0: Immortal. Yeah. Right. Eternal is the one on Switch. My bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Diablo Immortal is a mobile game, and people are not happy about
1: it. Yeah, that. they were like freaked out at that. I mean, I I actually I totally understand why they would be upset because, like, it was at a BlizzCon. Like yeah, they, the yeah. announcement was at their specific convention. So
0: unconnected from their fan base. Yeah, totally. I don't know yeah. what happened there. Uh, that was one of the big events of 2018, for sure. Yeah. The people freaking out. There's some good videos about, like, Doom Eternal and, like, the death stares that people, or that the, the, the dev team got you mean, at that event. It's so awkward. Someone compiled, like, people's reactions. Like, they had a Q&A section, and it was
1: wait Wait, wait, wait. For, for, you mean Diablo Immortal?
0: Diablo. You said Doom Eternal. My, my bad. Doom yeah. Eternal, Doom dip dip. So there's Diablo 3 Eternal Collection, there's Doom Eternal coming out next year, which is nothing to do with uh, any of this. Blizzard. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I said that, my bad. And then Diablo Immortal is, the, is mobile the mobile game. game, yeah. Yeah. So there's a compilation of people like walking up. There's there's one where this guy was like at the verge of tears. <laughs> he walks up to the mic and he's like, "So you're telling me that there is no plans for anything PC at all?" Yeah. And the guy on stage is like, looking at him like you all have phones right that was his response <laughs> no 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 this was like an awkward moment like the no, no 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 after no, no no that that was that was the response though one of them yeah yeah, yeah. but during the q a it was so awkward, oh yeah, yeah like the guy on stage was like and the no, there was
1: one guy no, who was don't. like there was a there was one guy who was like um so is this just a late april fools joke <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's oh, a lot savage. of bad uh, yeah.
0: responses. If you like Diablo, I'm sure Diablo Four is coming.
1: Oh yeah, no, no, no. They they announced <gasps> that it was in the works. I mean, like, oh yeah, like well, after a, after the it was the Firestorm. It yeah. was
0: announced before. It was, was announced it? before. I think. So I don't people think
1: announced. I think it was. I think they said like the week before that there was a, um, there were plans for three. They're making three Diablo games.
0: Anyways, it always looks it looks fun. Uh, Diablo has like a split screen or, or a cooperative same screen kind of hmm. um, experience. And you know I'm a sucker for a couch co-op. Yeah, for sure. So eventually I want to pick it up. I'll probably pick up the PlayStation version just because the Switch runs stuff like booty. So <laughs> not good. True. Um, next game on the list, Subnautica. This was an interesting one. I don't have a lot of experience on it, but the name alone on the wiki release page is um, just caught my attention because I was like, Subnautica. I feel like I've heard of that. And it's a fairly highly scored survival game mm. about you crashing on a alien planet that is like all water. So it's surviving in a submarine and going out and diving and collecting for materials. I'm terrified of the ocean.
1: Oh, yeah. But this game, I don't think I could play this game.
0: The <laughs> game has, like, a really cool, like, Pixar-y art style. Yeah. And if you like survival games, which I'm not crazy about. I had a moment with them. There was, like, a year where I was like, oh, Rust. Oh, my gosh. Minecraft, hardcore survival. Like, I was, like, super into it for a I still year. Love,
1: I still go into Rust every now and then. Yeah. And then. It's um.
0: Fun. um they were piquing my interest, but this one seems to be fairly reviewed as far as I can tell. A lot of survival games aren't as popular now, and yeah. this one seems kind of a, like a true to form survival That was game. kind of
1: the last like Flash fad in the industry, right? Like survival game. That was one of the last, um, like everybody was doing it on the PC, and they were all in like alpha builds. Right. Terrible. Although, um, like Ark... Uh, it was really popular with a lot of people Arc was released on switch
0: this year oh well. yeah yeah okay. that's one of the games that came out it it seems to be just decently reviewed there's like yeah. weird the switch cannot get over 30 frames so of course not it's a little tiny like it's it's
1: tiny when it when you compare it I to can't the wait already. till I mean,
0: like super hot comes out on it and runs at like 60 super frames hot I like games that are like low graphics quality that have like perfect performance yeah that's like my kind of vibe
1: I I wanted to play Superhot on VR. It sounds like such a fun game.
0: Yeah, that game does look awesome. Um, Speaking of survival games, I'll kind of skip down the list here, Cameron. Metal Gear Survive, another (laughs) moment of disconnect with a fan base. This is, I mean, if you're familiar with the Metal Gear Solid franchise, this is a game that came out in February to absolute failure right as it hit the shelf. Everyone hated it because there was a falling out between... uh, executive creator Kojima who is known for creating all of the Metal Gear Solid series um, and the company produced the the company that produced all the games uh, Konami and so Kojima basically left on bad terms and as a response Konami releases a very strange lukewarm DLC looking game <laughs> about surviving yeah. against zombies but it looks like Metal Gear Solid 5 which came out in 2015 yeah, so oh it, wow, it that looks, was a long time ago. Yeah, it looks like the same exact game just with reskinned assets and you're fighting zombies with spears and it's apparently awful and no it's one terrible. really likes it and just I think a lot of it had to do with the drama. The game works. It just looks boring. <laughs> that, yeah, that's well, that's the only thing about it.
1: Well, I mean the thing about the thing about metal gear and why it was ever a successful uh success, successful game at all was because of Kojima's like v- vision and he had like such a strange unique direction that he wanted it to go and so like like konami just making this like quick cr- cash grab survival game lazy survival game is it's just like
0: everything against the name of metal gear
1: yeah exactly and that, and and it's it's obvious why people people didn't didn't line up in support of it like if
0: you haven't played metal gear solid 5 you should you owe it to yourself to give it a shot.
1: That is an amazing game. It's think, an amazing
0: game. I think it is is really cool. If you like kind of nineteen eighties military espionage stuff that's goofy and sandboxy, give it a shot. I I have tried so many Metal Gear games and not gotten into them because of wonky controls and yeah. outdated stuff. The two that I can recommend to you are Metal Gear Solid Five and its successor, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker on PSP, is awesome. Um, you
1: mean predecessor.
0: Predecessor, 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 predator, predator. (laughs) (laughs) Palabra. This podcast is teaching me how much I can't speak. Yeah, the last two episodes have been awful. You got to give me credit for this one. No, you're doing better. I'm on point. You are. Yeah, I'm on point. You couldn't say predator though. I couldn't say point either. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on. All right, our next game on the list is Celeste. One of the critics' favorites this year, and a lot of users tend to like it. Yeah. Celeste is a indie title that is a 2D side-scroller, and a lot of critics use the word surprising platformer. Um, <laughs> this game has a lot of hype around its story and how good the mechanics feel. I have not played it. I do want to give it a shot, but it is one of those games that I look at and say, eh, it will be on PlayStation Plus a year from now.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good point. But and
0: I'll play it then, and I'll probably think it's good. That's
1: like the best way to to get into those games, though. Like I'm not super hard. You, I feel like you have a um, almost an intense dispassion for for these games. These these like indie side scrolling, uh, you know, pixel art 2D games. Like it's, I think you just really dislike them. Or, it's because or super... they
0: all are. There's so many of them. Yeah. Th- no, that's true. That that's true. is the problem. Like, the you know, recently original there recently there Xbox arcade games back in two thousand six, two thousand seven took the world by storm when small games like Shadow Complex and uh, Braid came out. Yeah. Right? And,
1: um And w-
0: then Trials it? came out yeah, on it, Trials, and yeah. there's, and there's a bunch of other like small indie titles, right? And these, these, these genres were revived, essentially, right? These, these types of games that we've seen before, but then applied to modern hardware. And now a lot of indie companies have popped up, banked on your nostalgia. They've made a million like Metroidvania games. I cannot stand Metroidvania games. That is referring to Metroid uh, series games where you like basically have these massive sprawling maps that are 2D and you have to do a lot of backtracking and running through them. And then Castlevania, that's the last part of that. Because Castlevania is the same kind of game. But now they have a bunch of unforgettable looking sprites. You mean forgettable. Oh, forgettable. Forgettable (laughs) sprites. Unforgettable sprites. And there's just a million of them. And that doesn't mean that I don't enjoy some of them, right? Uh, There was a huge, like, following behind, what was it, randomly generated 2D side-scrolling games? Yeah, the
1: procedurally generated stuff, like, um, like Rogue Legacy and whatnot.
0: I love Rogue Legacy and I love Splunky. I think those are great and, games. And
1: um, before that was, uh, oh man, what's what was that one where you're like a little, you're like a little bean person and it's like really gory. Oh, Super Meat Boy? No, 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 not Super Meat Boy. That's a level-based. Yeah, um, it was one. It was another one that was procedurally generated I've and heard really that. weird, um, Bit Runner or something. No. Anyways, keep going.
0: Um. Yeah, and so there's just a bunch of these games on the market, but one of the popular ones is Super Meat Boy, actually. And mm-hmm. Super Meat Boy was popular because of its tight controls and its excruciating difficulty. And from what I've heard about Celeste, it feels like a spiritual successor to that game where it applies sort of Metrovania concepts. It I think it might be level-based. I haven't played it, so I don't really know but it has that tight control which people loved in Super Meat Boy. And the new Super Meat Boy game that's coming out does not look that good. It looks like an endless runner. And so I can get really? why is it? Yeah. I Oof. can get why people are like, dude, like Celeste is great. Like this is the kind of game I'm looking for. So, if you like Celeste, good for you. Keep playing it. A lot of people are saying that the Nintendo Switch is their new indie machine, rip the Vita, dude. Man, I dusted mine off and I love that thing, but
1: yeah, it's too bad cuz That was always the best way to play those games was either um, on Vita, getting them for free or like super cheap, you know, like getting them with PlayStation Plus. That was I played so many indie, small indie games that I was like, yeah, man, that was awesome.
0: I mean, you can ask my buddy Will, you know, Will, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know I'm Yeah, <laughs> of course I know Will. You know Will. Uh, whenever Will comes over and we play PlayStation, I just download all these indie games because I know Will likes to try indie games mm. and we just play through a bunch of them. And there are so many forgettable ones. Yeah, there are yeah. so many we boot up and I'm just like, bad, bad, bad. But I get them all for free through PlayStation Plus. I mean, that could be a testament to their quality, right? <laughs> yeah. But we also find no, some no, cool... No, I would say no. We do find some cool hidden gems. Like, honestly, if I could recommend some... If you have guts and you like two D platformers, try Spelunky. Mm. Spelunky is so good. I know Cameron, you're a huge Rogue Legacy fan.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I like. And I, and I
0: Spelunky. will say Rogue Legacy is good. It, it, it didn't quite click with me at first, but once I gave it a chance, I started to enjoy it as well. And the dying mechanic is really cool.
1: Yeah, this, this, the game I, I was talking about was The Binding of Isaac. Oh gosh. Yeah, I never, I, I never oh, got into it, but
0: that's like a Zelda game, but with a lot more crying.
1: <sighs> yeah, literally
0: exactly next up on the list we have dragon ball z fighters at an 87 if you're looking for a fighting game this one looks pretty awesome i'm not really cool i'm not a weeaboo i don't like anime <laughs> at all as a matter of fact you can dragon ask, ball is like super american uh super american anime yeah so
1: d- d- you wouldn't be a weaboo for for liking it
0: <laughs> i guess i guess not i mean dragon ball seems fine like it was
1: it was popular when we were when we were kids yeah. I just never I never watched it. I I, ne- I I don't think I was allowed to watch it when I was a kid. It was I was it was, it was forbidden. Too, I was too young for it. So I got you.
0: Sure. Well, I have never really had any desire to watch it or care about it at all and it seems to be going on forever like Naruto. Um <laughs> Naruto I ended I think. I don't know, man. That went on forever too. Yeah, that's true. But the Dragon Ball fighter z or dragon ball z fighter i wrote it wrong here (laughs) i actually wrote dragon ball fighter Fighter z Z. not quite right um but dragon ball z fighters the game has an interesting art style where it looks like a 2d drawn cartoon but it is rendered in 3d but it looks 2d yeah it's really cool looking really and it and it's and it's fast and a lot of people I know have enjoyed it. So if you're looking for a fighting game and if you like Dragon Ball, definitely pick this one up. It,
1: or if, even if you don't, I mean, it, it just looks like a fun fighting game. Like, it really does. Yeah,
0: I hope to try it out eventually. Do you think
1: British people say Dragon Ball Z?
0: I don't know. Do they say Z as Z? Yeah. Then, yeah, I'd assume, yeah. Dang, that's weird. I guess. Really freaks It's the me same out. way that every single person has a different way of saying Naruto. <laughs> That's why I said it weird. But Zed is like...
1: That's weird. That's all, a weird way to say Zed. All the
0: white people say Naruto. All the wannabes say Naruto. <laughs> and then some people say Narito. And I'm like... Who
1: says Narito?
0: Doritos. You do. I did. <laughs> Next up on the list is Shadows of the Colossus HD remake or whatever. It's not HD. It's just Shadows of the Colossus on PlayStation 4. If you haven't played this game... Well, you probably don't have a PlayStation because mm. it's really good and you should give it a shot. And the remake... I mean, I haven't played it and I do have a PlayStation. Oh, so. man. The remake is awesome.
1: Oh, I, I mean, I played the original, but... Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, like actually, as, I played like, the second remake. The HD yeah.
0: on PlayStation 3. Yeah. yeah. No, Shadows of the Colossus is art as a video game. Yes. We have an episode about video games and art and it is on there. Because it just encaptures so many feelings and emotions and blah, blah blah. I really like it.
1: And it looks it looks beautiful. I played it at your house. There's something
0: really about the game that looks like a dream. It's hmm. it's really hard to describe, but you're going across these big open vast lands, and the game is about you as a small little guy, like a little wanderer man, who takes down these massive like stone beasts. And the game takes its time especially with the remake on PlayStation 4 to let you kind of just marvel at these huge creatures. Like it really sucks you into yeah. the game. And you'll see them like stomping around and you'll f- like you'll feel the controller rumble as you're getting closer mm. to them and and then you kill them and it's really sad. I don't know. <laughs> I Like the- usually they don't even pay attention to you at first. Yeah. And they'll start to fight you as you get aggravated and the whole game is almost more of a puzzle game. You kind of learn to climb up them and grab onto their hair there's really cool hair physics uh, but you're basically trying to manage your stamina climb to the top and and uncover these vulnerable spots where you shove your sword into them and black like goo flies out black blood sprays out and then yeah but the game is cool there's no enemies in it besides the colossi so it's basically you alone. In a really big, open, desolate land, and there's a lot of cool feeling of like just loneliness. And well, uh, there's you usually, I I find myself like kind of questioning why I'm playing the game. Mm. You know, yeah, like not as if I want to stop, but more like why am I killing these monsters? You gotta, and you gotta
1: I, save your lady,
0: man. Yeah, uh, the whole goal is that if you kill them, you'll save the lady, yeah. but. I don't want to spoil the ending there's definitely some artistic uh <laughs> art- artistic um what was that word again <laughs> artistic i think that word is something that could describe our podcast wow <laughs> there is artistic salt that's what i wanted to say artistic salt sprinkled like, like i'm picturing i'm picturing that guy who's like throwing that's salt, salt day. yeah yeah that guy that's what i was picturing <laughs> So, yeah, definitely check it out. If you don't have a PlayStation, buy one already. There's so many good games. My goodness. Even even you, Darren, who only plays on mouse and keyboard. Just give it a shot. All right? Mm. Next up on the list. Cameron, read it.
1: Monster Hunter. World slash Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate.
0: Well. Have you ever played a Monster Hunter game, Cam? Nope. Don't even know. Don't care. Well, they gave one away for free on PlayStation Plus a long time ago. Really? I probably have it. Version. I probably have it. I think it was a Generations title. Was it good? It was on. It was a PSP version. My bad. PSP version, on, and you could play it on Vita. So it just looks terrible. Eh, it looks okay. It, it didn't look that bad. Dude. Monster Hunter is one of those games that I just don't connect with. Hmm. But from what I hear, Monster Hunter World westernizes a little bit of the heavy Japanese RPG systems in a more inviting way manner.
1: Yeah, isn't it like really grindy? Like really grindy game?
0: Uh I, I don't have a lot of experience. My brother really likes it. And oh, I'm gonna okay. and I'm gonna let you know about Monster Hunter because I bought it for my brother for his first Christmas gift. Right. Um so I'll I'll see how it is. Monster Hunter the reason I mentioned mentioned Monster Hunter Generation's Ultimate is because that is the game that was released on Switch. And a lot of people wanted a Monster Hunter game on Switch. Yeah. They didn't get Monster Hunter World. People are upset about that. You can tell because Monster Hunter World has a Metacritic score of 90. And Generations Ultimate has a Metacritic score of 80. Because I can tell that the the critics wanted the World game on there. Sure, yeah. Uh, that's just the way it seemed. Apparently, Generations take a, a step back more to the original kind of vibe of Monster Hunter. And it... Leans more back into the Japanese kind of heavy reading of dialogue and all that stuff. The game has been fun. You run around hitting animals with swords. (laughs) That's the best way. Sounds like
1: PETA would want to come after this game.
0: (laughs) But, well, that's funny. You said PETA, and there was like three things that went through my mind.
1: PETA, like the character from... uh, Yeah.
0: (laughs) I was like, I'm pretty sure he kills a pig in one of those books. Does he? Yeah, a boar. Something about I did not I didn't.
1: I didn't read that book.
0: I read all of them. Was it good? I read all of them, (laughs) (laughs) and then the next thing I thought of was a pita chip. Mmm, that sounds delicious. (laughs) (laughs) You just ate. (laughs) I know, but I I'm
1: always like, I'm always down for pita chips. And and then the next
0: thing I thought of was animal protection. Yeah, which is people
1: against the uh, people for the ethical treatment of animals.
0: And then. I pictured all three
1: mashed together. Yeah,
0: so is PETA like he walks in
1: the door with a pita
0: chip? No, his face engraved on a pita chip with a stamp of approval from PETA.
1: No, no animals were <laughs> were harmed in the making of this pita, pita, pita
0: chip. <laughs> <laughs> you can understand why I can't say things now. <laughs> Next on the list in 2018, Owlboy came out. Another one of these uh, 2D side-scrolling kind of games. I don't even know if it's Metroidvania. It I don't It looks care. beautiful, though. looks Gorgeous beautiful. art style. Interesting gameplay mechanics where your character flies around and then he also carries a little boy with glasses that has a gun and shoots things. Did this come to the Vita? I cross-check it right now. Okay. Figure it out. I, I almost wanted to say yes, but I don't think so. It, its release is very popular on the Nintendo Switch. Um, so, yeah. Uh, next up on the list... You can hit me up about that album nope. in a second. Nope. Okay. Only, on, only on PS4.
1: Um, yeah, this c- seems like a game that would be super at home at the Vita. Like, I... I again, the Vita is like the perfect... Indie indie game
0: console. It really is. Well, yeah, but the Vita is ceasing to exist by next year. Do you have the uh, original OLED Vita? Yes, yes. But I do want the 2000. I do want the 2000. I want the the light blue 2000. Nah. I love the look of it. I know, but the screen, man. Who cares? The screen looks so good. I like the OLED that I have, yeah. It looks so sharp. If you don't know what we're talking about, the PlayStation Vita handheld PSP successor. Said it right. Yeah, um, came out uh, as a 1000 model originally back in 2014, 13. No, 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 twelve. It was
1: 20. It was 2012. Yeah, 2012. way
0: back, a little bit before, a year before PlayStation 4.
1: Dang, that so, thing actually really holds up as a handheld.
0: Yeah, it's not bad. Um, came out for three hundred dollars, and the original model, the PSP or the PlayStation Vita 1000, had an OLED screen, which is a higher quality screen, and the 2000 model, which came out later to cut the price down went to a LED. Or, yeah, it was an LED. Yeah, LED screen. Similar to the iPhone XS and the iPhone XR. That is the difference. Except they have bigger fancy words like liquid retina <laughs> display, even though it's just, that's what they're saying. One yeah. has an OCD and one has an LCD. OCD is better. I, Usually. I totally agree. The blacks are blacker.
1: And it just looks, it looks so crisp. It, I don't know. I, I really like the look of
0: my Vita. Dude, we are geeking out on this episode. and It's thirty-five minutes. Ooh, Ooh we're not yeah. even done with the list. Burnout Paradise Remastered comes out. Cameron, you love Burnout. I love Burnout. I wish they would make a new Burnout game. I'm telling you, it if this remaster did well, they would have. But, but I didn't. don't. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. You know what I didn't
1: buy it, but that's because I didn't know about it. I mean, I didn't hear. I also haven't bought any. It's like twenty since. bucks, dude. Really? Yeah, it's super
0: cheap right now. Dang. Burnout Paradise. So here's what I've heard. Is there's this theory that companies are remastering their old games to see if the IP is dead or not. Mm. So if it does well in sales, they'll be like, well, if we put enough money behind a new one, maybe we could attract the people who bought the remaster and a little bit more. And then they kind of gauge if it's worth it to make a new one. We don't know what Criterion's been doing. They've been helping. No, we
1: do. They've been making. um, They've been doing all the vehicle stuff for for Star Wars Battlefront. That's ba- that's all they've been doing. Dude, that was
0: 2 years ago. I know. That's all they've doing. They're do. not doing that anymore. Did they do the the did they do the Battlefield stuff? I think they've been helping on Battle They I'm pretty sure they've been co-working with DICE. Yeah. At EA. Man, what a waste of potential. Serious
1: waste of potential.
0: Yeah. Criterion they make great games. Their last Their last game was Need for Speed Most Wanted. Most Wanted. Yeah. i have it on Vita and it's really fun. Yeah. I'm actually thinking about replaying it.
1: I had the PS4 it came out. Was it cr- crossplay? Mm, don't know. Don't but know. there was a there was a, a Need for
0: Speed uh, version uh, on PS3, and it was so good. Really? It looked, yeah, it was so good. Criterion makes great games because they usually make an open world racing game. Yeah. That's what most wanted was and that's what Burnout Paradise is. Burnout Paradise is fun cuz it has crashing physics and it's just wild. I yeah, think the really remaster crazy. holds up. Every time I play Burnout Paradise, I forget how exciting the game is. Yeah, it's really thrilling. I mean, you pick up
1: the controller and you're like you're like you do things that you're like, "Oh man, that was awesome." I just so I good. did a
0: 180 drift and all that stuff yeah. i did the flip off the ramp. The racing like the street
1: racing mechanics are feel so different from from the need for speed games that it's like
0: so distinct it's, it, a, it's gi- really amazing it gives you such a cool sense of speed check oh, yeah. out burnout paradise if you haven't played it remaster is a great way to get back into it and then when you crash you like slow down it's like every dude and if and if amazing. you're thinking what we're thinking man yes every time you boot up the game Guns N' Roses, Paradise City does play. Yeah, and it's... Come to think of it... Dude, listening hey. to my voice in, in this mic, I could be the radio host.
1: <laughs> I don't remember what the radio host sounded like.
0: Where he talks, he he's like, Welcome to Paradise City. <laughs> That's like how he talks the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I love that game. All right, next up, Sea of Thieves came out. 69 on Metacritic. This is a cartoony co-op pirate adventure game. And when it came out, a lot of people were like, dude, this game has nothing to do in it. It is just a goofy, overpriced friendship game where you look at each other and you fight really boring AI enemies. And it kind of reminded bad. me of like Destiny's Reception. From what I've seen on some things, I think it was a Game Rakes video. They were talking about how Sea of Thieves has been updated to be improved. Yeah. I don't know what that's like. I'm still waiting for Star Wars Battlefront 2 to be finished.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds like a cool concept. Like, uh, wh- there was another pirate game. There's a lot um, of them. There are a lot of them. Yeah, the, but the, it came out a couple of years.
0: Maybe it was Sid, Sid Meier's Pirates? I don't know. Um, I don't know. but but Well, naval combat is like something fun, and think about running a ship together and fighting other players. Yeah, that like, sounds awesome. It, it sounds like, remember that uh, that game where you were piloting
1: a spaceship um, and you had like this weird, they made another one, uh, there was another one,
0: oh, man. Triggering I, me. Are you talking about an indie game?
1: No, 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 no. Well, I, Lovers it was, in a
0: Dangerous Space Time? No. That is a game where four people in a 2D art style try to run a ship.
1: Yeah. It might be that one. Then
0: I have no heart to play. It. But
1: then there was the there was the one where you where you control a tank, and there was like a two hundred fifty dollar peripheral, and you it was like tank levers and stuff. <laughs> what
0: the heck is this? <laughs> I want to know. I can't remember it. Cross check it. Okay, I want to know what that's called. We are already up to 40 minutes, and we're, we still have a long list. Okay, we're trying to get through all of 2018. A Way Out came out in 2018. This is an interesting gaming experience that is completely split-screen. You cannot play the game on the split-screen. They actually give you a second copy to give digitally to your friend when you buy the game, and you have to play it cooperatively split-screen because the screens change and shift to tell a story. Now, Cameron and I sat down and played this game, and it is boring ish now granted we probably didn't give it enough time and cameron always just wants to play call of duty when he's over at the house he's like "Let's the call, dude um but it was it was not that great and to be honest cameron i sold it yeah i d- i was like i just
1: don't- how much did you get for that like two dollars i don't
0: care i was buying spider-man all right it was yeah, worth whatever. it i was like i'm gonna put more time into spider-man than way out so i mean if you're looking for a co-op game to sit down and play with someone and i think if both people are committed it could be fun <laughs> I don't think
1: we were very committed, but...
0: Yeah, 79 on Metacritic, so maybe we weren't that wrong. Hellblade... Oh, my bad. Let me try that again. Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice has an 85 on Metacritic. This is a popular game because it was fairly cheap, and it's a single-player experience that kind of follows a character experiencing schizophrenia. Hmm. Now, it has, like, a Nordic theme, and it is a gorgeous-looking game on PC, and to some degree I think it's a action story game of some kind. I don't I it don't want to sp- look like there was a lot like a lot of like combat. There is. Combat? There is, is combat. There? It's a HUDless game and it doesn't teach yeah. you to do anything. And it's supposed to be fairly intense because it has to it's it's like commentating on mental illness. But the game is gorgeous. Apparently it's really, really good, and I don't want to get into too many things that I know about it because I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. I know that there's some interesting side mechanics and whatnot in the game. Definitely check out a couple of trailers. It's a dark game, but it looks, looks really beautiful. It does look it really, really cool. Really gorgeous. Next up on our list is Yakuza 6: The Song of Life, and there has been a bunch of Yakuza releases. Cameron, what do you think of this series? What is this series?
1: Um, I don't really know all that much like hands-on. All I know is it's kind of like GTA set in Japan and really weird. Um, really weird and there's not like there's not like gun combat or anything um, and it's it's like a it's kind of like a martial arts game right it's like, like, like it's, brawling yeah, like yeah beating yeah. up people yeah but it's it's it looks just like so bizarre and it looks like fun I mean it looks like a really fun version of, of GTA I, I I heard it was really good uh, this, this iteration but
0: there's a really good YouTube channel called Angry Joe and he reviews Yakuza 6 and I think that's a good description of what the game's like Hmm. that that's I mean that's everything I know about the game and from that I was like that looks fun I don't know if I'd buy it but it looks fun yeah moving on we have God of War now this is one of those games this year that a lot of people are talking about it's sitting at a 94 on Metacritic and this is one Cameron and I both completed and we will be releasing a video review of some kind in the near future yeah I hope so um, no, we will. We will. And on that note, we plan to do this video game review series called "After the Hype," which I'm really excited about because it means we can review games whenever we want and as far behind as we want. And
1: Sh- we shouldn't ruin the hype, though.
0: No, we dude. Shouldn't but ruin- I'm excited. Ruin the launch. I'm not going to tell you all the games, but like one of the examples I was thinking about is "After the Hype" for Star Wars Battlefront Two and Star Wars Battlefront Two, because apparently the yeah. last Star Wars Battlefront Two dice update, Star Wars Battlefront Two 2016 update, is coming out. Sometime end of February. Or at least that's So you would do a joint
1: one with the OG Star Wars Battlefront 2 and the new Star Wars completely Battlefront? Completely
0: completed Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yeah. And let me tell you. Right. It's gonna be a brutal after the hype. Oof, a ripping. A destruction. <laughs> but yeah, we really want to get into God of War. Cameron, sum up in a couple sentences what you think of this game. I mean it's
1: right now it's my it's my game of the year. It's seriously like a an amazing story driven, but also really like great action system. Like it, it just, just has such a good feeling to it. And you feel like you feel like Kratos and you go through the same sort of emotional arc that he goes through. And, and it's really, it's really powerful. It has a, a pretty simple story, but it's, it's like really, it's really compelling. It's
0: really well done. Super cleanly executed. Oh yeah. It just, In terms of production, blows a lot of other games out of the water. I've never played a lot of other God of War games. This one is awesome. So if you have a PlayStation, because it is a PlayStation exclusive, like I'm saying, you gotta get a PlayStation. Yeah,
1: and it's not like like super. It's not super long. Like it's not a it's not a huge game or anything. And I I, I, I appreciated
0: the length, honestly. Yeah.
1: What What do you think it is? Like 15 hours, 16 hours?
0: That's a 20 hour experience. You think? And there's a lot of side content. I haven't touched any of the side content. Have you? Oh, I found it. Steel Battalion. That was the game. (laughs) (laughs) You're so proud of yourself. (laughs) How much is the contraption?
1: I don't know, but it's huge. Like, look at this.
0: Good lord. It's like a desk.
1: It's desk size.
0: So Wait, wait. I'm going to describe to you users what I'm looking at here. You listeners. That's (laughs) what I meant. Users. I'm going to explain the user experience. So below the desk, you have three pedals. Like a car, a clutch, brake, and a forward. Um, And then you have three units a middle unit, which has a spinning device. It looks like you have a total of 15 blue buttons and six red buttons for some sort of commands. And then you have a right unit, which has its own joystick with trigger buttons. there appears to be one red button, two blue buttons and a big red button, like an exploding like self-destruct button, and also two, four more blue, six more blue buttons on that same right unit. And then to the left unit there is another full grip joystick, like a flight simulator joystick with a joystick built onto the thumb rest of that joystick. And also next to that joystick on the left unit there is like a shifter throttle, yeah, 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 like yeah. a think of like a uh, hyperdrive sort of contraption. It's insane. It's probably an expensive rig.
1: Yeah, it, it probably is. But but uh, that game was like apparently super hardcore and everybody everybody didn't like it.
0: Wow. Steel Battalion. Check it out. I folks. don't even know why I was I was Not even 2018. Anyways, it's not like we're running out of time, Cameron, so God keep wasting it. God of War. Great. We'll get into it more. There was just a few more things I want to say about that God of War. Great graphics. Oh, it looks so good. I like the story so more good. than the combat.
1: Yeah, I mean the story is the best part of the game,
0: for sure. I don't want to spoil anything, but Cameron, have you went back to the house? Yeah. After the game ended? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know about that till the yeah. till like today. Yeah, somebody told me, "Hey, you should go back." To the Someone house. spoiled it for me today. Yeah. And they're like, oh, "Wait, you awesome. haven't seen?" They're like, "Okay, awesome. watch this video." And I was like, "Oh, cool." Um, yeah, game's really cool. It takes place in Norse mythology. Um, that's all I'll say. You don't even need to play the other ones. No. Like, I think it would be even never, more impactful. I never, never played on any of the... Uh, yeah, but if China you didn't Wars. know anything about the yeah, like exactly. it would be even cooler exactly. to watch. And like the... Well, anyways. Yeah. yeah. Don't want to spoil it. Check it out. It's a great game. Really good use of music in it, too. Hmm. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Good. Good stuff. Dark Souls Remastered came out in 2018. It's sitting at an 85 on Metacritic. You can also play Dark Souls on the Switch. If you haven't played Dark Souls 1, it's a fantastic RPG. It is a really good game. And I will never forget how my friend JD told me I needed to check it out. And I thought that Dark Souls sounded like the stupidest, nerdiest (laughs) game in the world. And I said, I hate it. I don't want to play it. And he was like, just try it. Just try it, dude. And I was like, no, no, no. I don't want to play it. And he put the controller in my hand and it was on Xbox 360 and it was running at 20 frames a second. (laughs) And within 15 minutes, I was sold. Yeah. This game is awesome and it is hard. But if you haven't played the first Dark Souls, very cool experience.
1: Well, people have described it as hard but fair. Like it's not it doesn't it
0: doesn't trick you or anything. All right, hold on. What? The first 10 minutes of the game is a trick.
1: Well, yeah, but then you but is it is it the same like Bloodborne where you you No. No. Wait. Maybe. I mean, Bloodborne you go into the literally the first area of the game and you get mauled by a by a werewolf man.
0: Pretty much, it's similar to that. Yeah. Except you still have to fight the werewolf afterwards in Dark Souls one. Oh, I see. So it's like it's it's hard to. Describe. I don't want to spoil it. Just check it out. Yep. All right. Uh, Mario Tennis Aces came out on the Switch. This is a sports Mario game. The truth is, I don't care. Cameron, do you ever care about Mario sports games? Nope. Not a not a bit. I played Wii Sports though. I really wanted Mario Basketball when I was a kid. Why? But that's when I was a kid, dude. Hoops. Super Hoops. Did you ever play NBA Jam? Mario
1: 3 on 3. Did you ever play NBA Jam? That game was awesome.
0: He's on fire. (laughs) No, but I know some rap songs that sample that. All right. Next up, we have The Crew 2, a racing game where you can drive a car and then transform into a plane and then transform into a boat. That sounds really dumb. I just want to say that sounds really dumb. The whole thing about The Crew 2 is that you can drive across all of the United States. That is their big selling point. It's a big open world map. But that was the selling point of the first one. And it's the selling point of the second one. Why didn't they make it- More detailed, Bigger.
1: Why didn't they make it the North America-
0: that would have been cool. And then the next one, they make the world. Here's the thing about games trying to simulate the actual world is that if I have been there, I begin to get frustrated. Yeah. Like Watch Dogs 2 is all in San Francisco, but then they have like 280. They're like, oh, yeah, go down to Silicon <laughs> Valley. And you start driving on 280, and then all of a sudden you run into Moffat Field. Yeah. Like just straight 280 runs straight into Moffat Field. And I'm just like, oh, that's not right i was like i want to like if there could be a game that came out and i could find my house in it that would be awesome and i'm hoping for that
1: i wouldn't like that i would love it i would be really scared i would
0: hope that it uses google maps and then just 3d generates a world off that and i mean the house wouldn't even be right like it might be even a single story yeah right it doesn't matter but if i could find my street i'd be like whoa (laughs) i just think that'd be so cool
1: yeah, I mean, like the problem with games like that is is you have to condense it in order for it to not be tedious to get to other parts of the map. You know, like it just, just it's just the way that it has to be to be fun.
0: All right, I'm gonna try to rapid fire through some of these. Okay, and we'll stop on ones that are good. Red Fraction, red faction. My bad. <laughs> red faction gorilla. I have it spelled wrong on my sheet.
2: Remarstered.
0: Remarstered. I put this here because uh, the name is funny. The game takes place on Mars. It's an old game remastered. If you like Red Faction, give it a shot. 71 on Metacritic. There have been a ton of Mega Man games released. There's Mega Man 11 as a highlight, Mega Man Collection, the Legacy Collection 1, and Leg- Legacy Collection 2. Then there's Mega Man X Legacy Collection. And if you like Mega Man, have a crack at it, dude. Have a good time. <laughs> There's another that I mean whatever. I think I played the first like two levels of Mega
1: the like Mega Man three.
0: The only Mega Man I ever play is the arcade cabinet.
1: And I was like, I can't do this anymore. But the music is awesome. Yeah, Mega Man music is awesome. Coolio,
0: whatevs. Whatevs. Dead Cells came out this year. It is a Metroidvania game. (laughs) (laughs) That is really good though. 2D. Pixel art style. Can you tell why I'm sick of these games? I hear it's good, though. Moving on. <laughs> Metacritic score of 88. Overcooked 2 came out this year. Yes, I love Overcooked. Overcooked 2 looks great. I don't have the money for it. I have the first one. It looks like more the first one, even more fun. Yep. Overcooked I mean, I
1: never got through the first one, so I'm still amazing. on that.
0: Literally, all you have to do to understand Overcooked is think about this concept. <laughs> you... And three friends try to run a restaurant kitchen. And yeah, in your head, amazing. you're like, oh, that's not that hard. Just play the game, dude. It's, oh, it's really so fun. It's, it's so it's good. really easy to pick up. My
1: girlfriend loves it and she hates video My games. My girlfriend loves it too. And she also does not. She, it's, the only game she's ever played is Viva Pinata.
0: I honestly want to have like a social experiment with Overcooked 2. Like start a really cool party with a bunch of cool people <laughs> that are not nerdy. Right? Yeah somehow invite enough people to my house that are cool and not nerdy Pfft. have all the party essentials right and then have overcooked on four controllers fully charged ready to go just sitting on the TV don't let them have a choice the game is there waiting it's like a temptation mm. it's like try me and yeah. I want to see what happens like if people that get into it addicting music Hit <laughs> <Did> it <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, if you know, you know, dude. That's right on point. NFL 19, NHL 19, and Farming Simulator 19 have come out in 2018. I thought this was a
1: rapid fire.
0: (laughs) Snore. The Walking Dead, the final season, episode one. Rip. Was released. Rip Telltale. That is the studio that makes The Walking Dead visual novel story games. Telltale is... Not
1: the the not walking dead studio.
0: They are now dead. Dead and closed. <laughs> yep. And fully bankrupt because they don't own any IP. They just partnered. Played the Batman one. It was fine.
1: I played the first season of the walking dead. It was good.
0: Cool. Guacamelee 2 came out this year. Metroidvania kind of game. Cool art style. Yeah. Reminds a, me of natural libre. Play as a luchador. Yeah,
1: I pl- I played the first one. It's it's really good.
0: A lot of people say good things about it, but it's another indie
1: game. <sighs> and a Metroidvania, and so you just, it's just like, hit, clicking all the bad buttons for you.
0: Yeah, I want to give it a shot, though. The art style does look cool, I just haven't had the guts to buy it. I'm hoping the first of Melee comes out on PS Plus for Didn't free. Didn't I thought it did. I might have missed it, man. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Yeah, I probably missed it then. Dude, do you remember Broforce? Broforce Force awesome. Is awesome yeah i'm still it playing it so with my good. friends actually yeah my buddy bob tabrizi loves broforce it's
1: really good it's a really good game
0: yeah it is a lot of fun moving on uh not that i don't want to give guacamelee more attention but shenmue 1 and 2 came out <laughs> whatever I don't care. okay this one is for you pc hardcore rpg fans this game is called divinity original sin 2 now it's sitting on a ninety two on Metacritic. And this game is apparently designed like a classic RPG kind of game on PC back from the nineties. Sort of a top down style, I think similar to like the game. I don't I don't know if it's turn based or if it is like Fallout. Like the original yeah, Fallout. I RPG think it is games. like the
1: It look looks kinda like the original Fallout.
0: This game. is not my cup of tea. Okay. No. Not at all. But if this is your kind of game, apparently this one is awesome. Wow, it looks really hardcore, actually. It is I'm really, 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 it, like really, really, really hardcore. Just looking at screenshots. Really, really hardcore. Part of me wanted to put it here just for Darren, our producer, because mm-hmm. I know he's played a lot of old RPGs. I don't know if this game is his style, but like, if that's your thing, man, check it out. Okay. All right. Spider Man PS4 exclusive came out this year in 2018. Boy what a great game made by insomniac games the makers of ratchet and clank and sunset overdrive really 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 well polished fun great game yeah it looked awesome
1: i didn't get a chance to play it yet but um but yeah it looks really good it Looks really good
0: it is really fun Makes this is feel like spider-man this right? yeah ex- exactly right if you like the batman games right it's the same kind of combat yeah but I know you love Batman, so of course you're going to like the Batman game. I like Spider-Man, so of course I like the Spider-Man game. If yeah. you hate Spider-Man, probably don't play this game. <laughs> well,
1: well, but there is something novel about about the swinging mechanic. Like, the swinging mechanic looks awesome.
0: It's like, really fun.
1: And exploring exploring New York, yeah. No, that, that's cool.
0: The game is solid. I hope to review it eventually. I've not platinumed it yet, but apparently it's an easy platinum. I'm very close. Mm-hmm. Very very close. Just getting stuck on those crime tokens. Crime. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, the final Tomb Raider installment in the trilogy, I believe, of the new reboot series. Oh, is it?
1: They're done. Ah, uh, I thought it's it's been it's been like annualized for the past, th- I mean, several years to right? some degree.
0: I think it's closing out Laura's chapter for this trilogy. Okay. I think it's part of the trilogy. Shadow of the Tomb. Isn't there four of them though? No, Tomb Raider. And then Rise Rise of the the Tomb Tomb Raider. Raider? Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. Shadow of the Tomb Raider seems to just be another Tomb Raider game. If you like the reboot style, it's more of that. I see it on all
1: the PC benchmark tests.
0: It looks pretty graphically intensive. It is at a 76 on Metacritic. Some people had some issues with this story, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. But the gameplay looks fun. It's just more of the same. Forza Horizon 4, sitting at a 92 on Metacritic, is an Xbox slash PC exclusive I like Forza because they are keeping the racing game genre alive. Annualizing yeah. a Horizon game, and then the year after they'll doing like a motorsports game, which is more uh, simulator ish. Oh, really? But the Horizon okay. series is graph uh, not graphical. It is graphically impressive, but it's arcadey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's an open world racing game, kind of in oh, the same nice. vibe as Burnout Paradise. Except more focused around like the British car scene, right? Um,
1: that that actually sounds right up my alley because I don't I don't like the simulation racing games. I much more like the arcade.
0: It's not like nitro infused. It's a good balance of like. Yeah. Of a, a, a little bit I mean, like they,
1: the, those games always blew me away on how good they look. They look so good.
0: Yeah. My, I, I just got Forza Horizon 3, mm. and you're, like, flying through Australia. The map is Australia. But oh, you can, okay. like, drive off-road and whatnot, and sometimes you'll be driving a Doom Buggy, sometimes you're driving a McLaren. And it's just, I don't know. Cool. It, it reminds me of playing Top Gear as a video game, if that's something you're interested in. Assassin's Creed Odyssey came out this year as well Cameron have you played any of the Assassin's Creed games recently I have played literally 10 minutes of Assassin's Creed Black Flag
1: and that is the only Assassin's Creed I have ever played
0: oh Black Flag is not bad I hear
1: yeah I just I got to a point where I was like I don't uh, the main character's me. name is
0: Edward and mm-hmm. I just think that's funny
1: yeah I just never got into it yeah but I hear this one's good and the uh, and the 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 Ancient Greece, um, art style, and the story looks cool. The See,
0: my dad really likes single-player RPG games, and he's been mundane on the Assassin's Creed franchise. He's, mundane. I don't. I don't think mundane. I meant is to say, say lukewarm. Yeah. Lukewarm on the franchise. Um, I'm trying to use bigger words for you guys. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Like I'm trying to keep it fresh. I used to say. There, there are some phrases that I say a lot.
1: Yeah, everybody's got phrases. You
0: know is yeah. one that I struggle oh, I say, with.
1: I say you know all the time. Um, I text you know.
0: I also say... And l- I mean... Listen, listen. Like listen. I say that a lot. So I try to... I've been working on my vocabulary for you mm. guys. The only issue is I trip up a lot mm. for it. So. It's
1: okay. I'll be here to correct you.
0: Well, thank you for <laughs> that. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Origins came out last year. Uh, yes yeah last year and this is a a return
1: from uh, a long wait
0: yeah they they took some time off because it wasn't that
1: long it was like a year
0: no it was two we've we've had this discussion before two years okay and that was because people got sick and tired of assassin's creed after assassin's creed syndicate and so they came back with assassin's creed origins it's sort of revamped their adventure RPG style they leaned into RPG elements instead of just action fighting style games and people really liked origins and so it seems that odyssey is a continuation of that you can spartan kick people now that's cool which looks fun i hear that it's bogged down by some repetitive boring content yeah
1: so. i mean it's yeah i remember there was like 3 assassins creed games in a row where the The headline when when the game came came out was was how people just didn't have heads and they were just like floating eyeballs. Like people were stuck in walls and stuff, and like it was just so buggy for for like three games in a row. That that like they, that's why they took a couple it. It yeah. was Unity. Unity was Unity was the big one.
0: Yeah. That was bad. I, I I've unity i own Unity. Yeah. i i
1: just i love the, the the that that's a meme now the the floating eyeballs yeah yeah <laughs> it's awesome
0: yes well we just came up on an hour cameron yeah but we still have some games to get through let's
1: just do the big ones man let's
0: just <laughs> all of the next ones are big uh
1: all of yeah them.
0: so well, we're, we're gonna we're gonna touch on all of them guys this is usually the time where we transition to our post show nothing to do with anything But we wanted to make sure this guide is complete for you guys. Like a 2018 look back, Mm. right? And we're going to give some recommendations at the end for games that we think you should really check out. If you haven't already heard what we're leaning towards, uh, we're going to reiterate that and and really make sure that's clear in our conclusions. So this episode will be going till we're done. Um, And we're almost done. (laughs) And then we will start saying whatever. But I have a feeling these next games will spark some conversation for sure. The next game on the list is Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Everything comes from Something's YouTube channel has done a review on it, although people have told me I sound like I'm on crack during it (laughs) because I speak at a million miles an hour. I just had a lot to say about the game. And the review is 20 minutes, and I'm rushing through my notes. Yeah, that's true. I, I have a lot to say about the game. Now, if you watch that review... You kind of know where I'm sitting at. I think Black Ops 4 is a cool package as far as Call of Duty goes. If you're a Black Ops fan, I think it's going to do you right. But there are some issues that I noticed that old Black Ops games had, right? But they are trying. Treyarch is trying very hard this year. What is weird about looking back on what I said with Black Ops is that it lacks the struggle that I experience when playing the game. Hmm. Because I enjoy Call of Duty, but it's a hit or miss experience every time I log on. I will play Black Ops 4 and have some incredible fun matches, right? Where I am playing the game and it is everything I want in my Call of Duty experience, right? I have the tense tactical experience of Blackout, um, which I do play regularly. When I log on, I'll be like, one or two matches of Blackout, you know? my one of my favorite things to do in in any sh- in mili- any military shooter is kind of like hunker down on a hill with a sniper rifle. Yeah. And that blackout fulfills that sure. sort of like sure. ghillie suit fantasy. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Modern Warfare 2. But the multiplayer is where the inconsistency comes in. I
1: totally totally feel it. Because
0: I really enjoy the multiplayer sometimes. <laughs> it is like built perfectly for me. I'm getting the kill streaks. And then there are times where the matchmaking just puts me against players who are just destroying me. There is, like, these people don't go outside, man. I don't know what is wrong with them. Yeah. But I can't even play, like, it it feels like I can't even play. I'll be joining matches, and the score is, like, 800 to 6. Yeah. Okay? And it's because they have these chaos modes that I'll join, right? Like, hard point and it would just it would be painful and so literally all my classes the custom class builder which is really great in black ops 4 all the classes i built are about punishing try hard players now like every class i'm like this is only built to piss people off yeah that is the only goal because i'm so frustrated at getting dunked on that if i'm going down they're going down with me so i have like this shotgun that shoots fire pellets so like it burns them and they're unable to heal So it's basically like they're a dead man walking. Like, it will come. They will go down. And and I'm like, if it's not this time, I'll get you next time, okay? Or I'll use, like, the most humiliating weapons. Like, I'll use tomahawks. Because I'm like, if I'm going to die a million times, I'll die a million times. But if I hit them with a tomahawk, they're going to be mad. Because that's a one-hit kill. And it's, like, with a weapon that's really hard to aim. Yeah. And at least I'll get satisfaction from hearing that sound. And they'll, like, sometimes they'll, like, yell on the microphone because you can hear them when you kill them. So... The, the zombies experience is great blackouts great the multiplayer is just so inconsistent i i, I
1: totally I totally agree because like the my experience with the multiplayer is like playing it and then i I felt like it was just kind of an utterly shallow experience it's not like, though like you go I don't know i I feel like it totally it is.
0: really isn't it's actually like probably one of the most. The reason, the reason it's so inconsistent is because people can get so good at it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, it's shallow. No. It's just that people have learned to abuse, like, the skill systems in it. Right? Yeah, it's actually... Yeah, yeah. The problem is, is that the game relies less and less on RNG. Right? Like, one of the mechanics in the game is that guns no longer have random spreads. A blooming system. Where the bullets... Like, the recoil usually makes the bullets spread out over time, right? Now they have the same spread, similar to, like, a counter-strike, every single time they fire. So players are becoming super consistent with their favorite weapons, right? And that just happens subconsciously, right? If they use a gun a long time, they memorize the recoil pattern, so they'll bring their controller down in a specific zigzag to hit you even faster, right? And it, it is weird because that's like a skill-based thing in an arcade, like, kind of casual experience because they want to be MLG. Like, they want they want Call of Duty to be a serious esport. And yeah. then they... But, like, when they're trying to be serious, they have these stupid mechanics, like, one-hit-kill, like, abilities and whatnot. So, it's just a mixed bag, man. Yeah. There are, like, deep gameplay mechanics in it mixed with these really stupid, like, boring... Like, one... Oh, I have... Oh. I was alive for five minutes, and now I have a grenade launcher ability that kills everybody in one hit. Boom. The, uh, like the, it's just like, oh my
1: gosh! The the shield, the riot shield, where you could stick your gun in it. And, that is the stupidest. Desi- they made a decision horrible. to give
0: a character an ability that lets you pull out a riot shield that has a hole yeah. to put a machine pistol in. He is un <laughs> he <he's> unbeatable. <laughs> He's uh, it that that guy Ajax Frat. Uh, he just frustrates me so much. I'm just like what are you doing, Vaughn? What are you doing? It's, it's terrible. All right, enough about Black Ops. Soul okay. Calibur 6. Another great-looking fighting game. So Do I we- don't know
1: anything really about the full, about the Soul Calibur sh- series except this game people are creating some Crazy characters. There's like a create a soul feature. Yeah, and people look have been, it up. Look it up. Amazing. I saw somebody make a Patrick Star, <laughs> and it's like, and it's like perfect.
0: It's I, perfect. I have seen so many. Like it's insane. Yeah. Essentially, what they let you do is build a skin for, like they let you build a character, right? And then they let you put that character skin inside of an already existing asset character. So their moves are all the same as like like let's say you use Geralt from um, Witcher Three. He's a character in the game. Let's say you put a skin over that. Like he's still gonna have the same moves as Geralt, right? But the problem is some of the characters in the game are kind of strange looking. So if you put a skin over certain characters, you can make them do weird. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He just showed me the Patrick one. That is terrifying.
1: There's a Mr. Krabs one, too. Yeah,
0: I've seen the Mr. Krabs. If you have some time to kill. Soul Calibur 6 character creator looks hilarious. And the fighting game looks good. Apparently Soul Calibur is good. (laughs) Yep, yep. All right. Enough with that. We're gonna yeah. skip the next one because obviously that's the game everyone's been talking about. Moving on, Overkill's The Walking Dead. If you don't know, Overkill's the company that made Payday, janky co-op game. Now they made but Walking.
1: But Payday is really fun. Pay, payday it's was about robbing banks. Yeah, and and putting on masks. And you kind of like get down on the ground. You kind of like stake out different positions and like you know the the guys come in from different angles and I don't know it's it was it was like a stupid fun arcade bank robbing simulator and then this game comes out and apparently it's just utter trash
0: so bad dude it's just banks on the walking dead name and it's just bad in any case hitman 2 came out this year now i'm not crazy about hitman but hitman 2 looks great what did i i played a part of one of the hitman hitman absolution that's the one everybody accidentally played and it's bad
1: that might have been it, yeah.
0: I'll say it is very bad.
1: Well, um, yeah, I heard the last the the last Hitman game was really good. The um, it just it was just called Hitman. I, when did that come out? Like twenty fifteen? Yeah, I bought it.
0: I bought it recently on my PC. It yeah. doesn't quite run on my computer because my computer is dying, and I <laughs> and I still haven't. Uh, that's another story for another time. I, I made either. a bad decision to buy a Chinese graphics card. Really? Yeah, I from AliExpress. I don't know what it's from. Oh my god! Basically, short long story short, I tried to send it back, but the shipping's over one hundred and fifty dollars to China.
1: Oh my god! And
0: they were like, "We'll give you a forty percent refund," and like the card was sixty bucks.
1: What what card did you get?
0: Nvidia ten fifty Ti, but it was brandless. That was my mistake. (laughs) So
1: it's not at all a ten fifty Ti.
0: It's weird because I'm trying to get it to work, though. The NVIDIA software on my computer is recognizing the card. It's
1: probably like a 6, like a 760.
0: No, but it says, according to my motherboard, it's a 1050 Ti. Really? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. the NVIDIA software is like, it's a 1050 Ti. The only problem is the drivers, every time they update, it says restart computer and nothing happens. Oof. And it keeps asking me to restart so yeah. I'm working on that.
1: Well, you don't want to pay $150 shipping on a $60 graphics yeah, card. Yeah, exactly. So
0: I'm taking my 40% refund. Yeah. Oh, well, that's why I'm broke. Moving on. Hitman 2. Check it out. It, like, really funny Let's Plays right now because it's all about sandbox assassinations. Yeah. Yeah. So people are throwing chickens <laughs> at people and watching them blow up or driving cars into them. And it's like, take out the target any way you see fit. And so people are, like, dressing up in, like, mascot costumes and poisoning food. That just sounds fun. I mean like
1: that's a cool game idea. Like yeah. A, a sa- sandbox assassination If you were there game, around That sounds cool.
0: There was like a post show where I talked about the Star Wars game I wanted to pitch. Yeah. And I hope that the Hitman developers get a chance at That'd it. That'd be awesome. That's what I'm saying. They're not going to do that. I know. I know. <laughs> Tetris Effect. If you're a Tetris nut, this one's pretty good. I love Tetris. It's overpriced though. It's $40.
1: Yeah, but it looks it looks really good.
0: People say it's awesome. Tetris sucks till you start playing it. Yeah. Amen. Spyro Reignited Trilogy. Do you want to relive your collectathon years? Do you want to play a kid's game? Are you feeling nostalgic? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Snoop Dogg Hold was on. in a trailer. Hold
1: on, a kid's game, but in 60 FPS. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bro, that's some good performance, man.
1: It actually looks really good. It's very smooth. Yeah,
0: it looks fine. If you're interested, you know what it is. I do not care about Spyro. Here's a big one.
1: Oof. Speaking of, what did we say? Speaking of disappointment. Mm -hmm.
2: Speaking of
0: terrible. (laughs) Oh my
1: gosh. (laughs) Fallout 76. Oof. That's all I can say about this game.
0: Oof. All I'm going to say is I told you guys. Bethesda games have never been good. Hmm. Ever, I'm
1: not gonna say that. I'm not. I don't
0: think Darren's gonna hate me. Darren loves Skyrim. Okay, and I get it. Skyrim's cool. My dad's probably put like 300 hours into it. I've watched him play it like every time. I like Skyrim. It's fine. I played it on PS3. It crashed every time the water was touched. Okay. (laughs) These games are notoriously known for being outdated. Yeah, now, buddy. if you play the PC versions, I'm sure it's not that bad. I have played Skyrim on PC. There's a quick save feature. It solves a lot of my issues. I hate having to save in the start menu. Mm, yeah. Okay? It's just... These games have always driven me nuts, dude. And the fact that Seven uh, Fallout 76 flopped kind of makes me happy. Oh. But... I really do like the cover art. I do like the cover art. The power armor looks cool in the cover art. I will say that.
1: I will not go as far as to say I revel in a game uh, doing poorly.
0: Here's why. It's about time Bethesda learned that they needed to update their game engine. (laughs) That's for sure. And it's about time they needed to learn to be modernized.
1: They updated their lighting system, though. The light looks really
0: good. Oh, sure. It does. does. I've that's used, not I mean, what I've seen. Uh, <laughs> I've looked at glitches, dude. They're well, not good. Oh, but, the light looks good when it works. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly, the problem. Exactly. The game is a total mess, and yeah. it's mundane, and all the design choices are stupid, and everything about the game looks boring. It really boggles my mind on how they thought that the good, a good
1: idea for a Fallout game, multiplayer Fallout game that's supposed to be like, you know, taking place in the apocalypse after everything's, uh, you know, been blown up by nuclear bombs. Uh, the 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 best thing that we can do is to have uh PVP where one person can just run away and not engage (laughs) in the action. Yeah. So the way they designed
0: it is so, if someone shoots you, they do hardly any damage unless
1: you shoot them back.
0: Unless you shoot them back, and when you shoot them back. You do full damage. Yeah. And right? so there's no incentive. There's no to- sneaking up on people, right? And there's also no reward for beating people. There's no in game rewards. And the people just spawn right next to you when they die. So I don't understand what the PvP is. They've also made a decision to make it so that there are no NPCs in the game at all. Which that could be fine. I mean that 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 on its face
1: is not is not a if have you, you populate. Ever, have the you game, ever
0: played a fallout game though?
1: Yes, but the NPCs are always janky and weird and and That is okay. Don't say anything.
0: I agree with you, except everyone says that Fallout New Vegas is their favorite Fallout game and it's all banked on personal relationships with these NPCs. And making de- moral well, decisions, whether to blow them up or to join, yeah, that, that, like, these factions and whatnot. Like, that's what that people could always happen, swear by. That could happen
1: in a multiplayer game. Like, that... If you set up the systems right, if you set up the incentives right, you could have a, a way for players to organize into factions, to have higher-level players take... I watched a video on how this game could have been excellent and how they really just crapped themselves. Uh, like they they could have the higher level players delegate certain uh certain tasks to lower level players and those would be like quests you know yeah and, and you'd ha- you'd be you'd be organized to to you know f- join factions and join different groups and, so, i mean and I, join the and you know rise in the ranks like that'd I've, be cool
0: I've seen that, but in my mind I'm like that's in a perfect world I don't see that ever happening really so yeah, I've I mean, seen I an guess. argument for like pvp servers. PvE servers and then like roleplay servers. Which is like people are more committed to their actions and whatnot. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe. The game is a mess. It's sitting at a fifty two on Metacritic Oof. from reviewers, is which that are the usually the
1: lowest score on this list. It is. Yeah.
0: And Ouch. the user scores are like at a two. Rough. So rough. That is really brutal. Yikes. I feel bad if you're a Fallout or Fallout uh fan. I'm sorry, JD. Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu. If you like Pokemon, you'll like this. It's a, a Pokemon Go update, spin off thing, but it's all in the Kanto region, which is the original region with the original Pokemon, and you mix it up. Oh, you mean Kanto Bite? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. no. Okay, we don't have much to say about Pokemon. You know what it is at this point. Nah. Um, the, If you're looking for your fix, that's where to go. Battlefield Five, Cameron. I have not played it. I've heard all the controversy.
1: I like it. I like it a lot. You have it. Yeah, I do. So, um, Battlefield Five is like a you know return to World War Two game, uh, but it just the mechanics of it are are really solid. the The they slowed down the pace um, from Battlefield One and really and Battlefield Four. Yeah,
0: that's not what I've seen.
1: The time to kill is like
0: way lower, and people move way faster in the game. I thought.
1: Um, well, part of the part of the reason why they well, how they slowed the pace down is um, you yes you die faster, but you don't have as much ammo, and so you have to actually be be like really coordinated with with how you move and you how like you. You like this decision? Yeah, I do. I like it a lot.
0: Cause to me, Battlefield Three and Battlefield Four have been the definitive battlefields to play. I and mean,
1: that... I still agree with that. I still think Battlefield. Well, probably Battlefield 3 is the best, but I I like Battlefield 4. I I think I got the most recently I got the most fun out of Battlefield 4. But yeah. um but I mean this this game is like I felt like Battlefield 1 was more cartoony um than the the rest of the games. It just had like this um it didn't feel all that strategic to me. It didn't feel all that calculated. You were kind of just you know I don't know. It didn't like, it it didn't seem like any of your actions actually mattered uh, within, within the match. Um, Which was something that I loved about the, about battlefield three and battlefield four is like, if you were actually skilled and thinking about uh, how, how you played and how the enemies were playing, like you, you could really destroy them by, (laughs) by like, you know, taking over the, their first, their first uh, position and, and, you know, mining the roads, and, like, th- there were things that you could do, there were strategies that you could do to to really be a, a game-changing player, and Battlefield 1, I just didn't think had any of that, it just didn't feel, it didn't feel good to me, but this game, what what I really like, and it's different from Battlefield 3 and 4, is you don't feel like Um, like in those games, you, there, there was always the opportunity to, to do something like ridiculously awesome, (laughs) you know, like there was always the opportunity to be like, oh my gosh, I just jumped out of a helicopter, shot a plane down with my RPG and then, and then parachuted and got two more kills. Like there was always something that you could do to just feel like extraordinary. This game, you're like, I'm a grunt and I'm going to die really fast. And people are. This is utter chaos. I have to hide in this little hole and be scared out of my mind because I don't know where every, where anything's coming from. And it feels like World War II in that way. Hmm. And and that that to me. And so you actually really have to be like, okay, I have one clip left, and I need to I need to um, give supporting fire to to the rest of my team. I also have to run over here to get more ammo or i have to pick it off of of the dead enemies so i'm gonna have to make a risky move now and it it makes you play more strategically and this this is why i mean for me it's a better multiplayer experience than than black ops 4 in that i think the multiplayer in black ops the the strategy comes from from your your class and character selection and um, and the way you play, and 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 that's fine. That that's what that's what Call of Duty always has been. Is is you know it's important to have um, classes for for each situation. But for Battlefield, it really it it has like it has class manipulation, but it also has like really strategic elements um, in how you actually play the game and how 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 that translates into you. Winning or losing, like the match, and and for me that I I don't know that that just makes things better for me. I, I like that. Yeah, I like the strategic element of it. It's
0: really interesting to hear another side because a lot of the content on Battlefield Five right now is fairly negative. Yeah, uh, yeah, people aren't liking the game, and well,
1: I think I think some people I've heard like split things on on people are ragging on. On Dice and EA for for the controversies that it came out in.
0: Right, there and- are some like how do I say this nicely? There is a clear agenda behind Dice and Battlefield Five. They they tend to lean more to like liberal ideology stuff, and you know that's fine to each company's own, right? Well, it's, the big thing was that was was that they were taking historical liberties. Well, so I mean, yeah, they're they're trying to be inclusive. They include women as playable characters in the game, and I don't really care. But what was weird is that the player base that w- follows Dice were like, well, I don't think there's that many women in World War II, <laughs> Yeah, you know, some fighting women soldiers. Yeah, and I and I to Dice's credit, there were women. Soldiers, right? Uh, it wasn't soldier. often, but yeah. I know that there are stories about women fighting in World War II. Yeah, and so there's in the a Soviet war...
1: Union. They um, they had a lot of women yeah. as snipers.
0: Yeah, and and there are there are even like one of the war stories in in the campaign is based around women and jeez. Oh yeah, I can't remember one of the. I think Nordic countries. I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. But essentially, what happened is, you know. A lot of the fans were like, hey, aren't you going to stick to historical accuracy because you're selling it as a historical game, right? And already, like, that argument for me kind of falls apart because they won't even show the Nazi flag in it, which... Well, but that that that
1: was one of the problems. I mean, yeah. I, I still agree that that is a problem. Like... You're gonna I, make a game about the horrors of World War II and not have a Nazi flag? Show it. That's, that's ridiculous.
0: That's I th- absolutely ridiculous. I think that World, like for the the gameplay that you describe, I think it should be almost horrific. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Make and, it
0: make it be brutal. Make and it be like not
1: okay. Do you right? remember the first level of like when you first open Battlefield One? Um, you go there's like, uh, yes, the yes. first level, and it's I love that brutal. Level. Yeah. It's awesome. And they have a similar thing in, uh, in, in Battlefield five and you, you start playing and you're like, wow, this really is like, like you get into the, the character of being like, I am a cog, I am cannon fodder. I'm just going to get shot and yeah. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. And so, so yeah, I mean, I, I totally get the, I mean, I get why people are, are not super happy with, with with EA and and one of the one of the other problems is wasn't it like the the head
0: ex-ceo of EA
1: yeah he said uh he said if you don't like the game don't buy it and that's that's what happened (laughs) you know they they didn't buy it
0: a lot of people were like are you serious dice yeah
1: I mean it's a bad move it's a bad move
0: yeah so the game is underperforming horribly it's it's doing horrible right now uh just for reference Battlefield 1 sold really well last year Uh, two years two years ago right and this is this has not even come close to selling half of what battlefield one sold and this is a recent it's really too
1: bad because i think i think the game is is a diamond in the rough like i think if you can if you can get over the um if if you can get over the peripheral controversies and 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 whatnot like i think the game is good i think the game is really good and the mechanics i i'm having a lot of fun with um i I, i'll also say one more thing on i played like the i don't usually play battlefield campaigns um or shooter campaigns in general uh but i played the first level of of the campaign the war stories and um and it was awesome i basically basically you're like um it's sort of the opposite of how you how I felt in the multiplayer, where uh, you know you're just a cog in the machine. You're um, you're like a prisoner who um, a British prisoner who um, makes a deal with a with a captain in order to to get a lower sentence, and you have to do like really dangerous stunts to sabotage um you know an enemy base. But it the map is laid out in in such an open way that it feels like Metal Gear Solid Five.
0: That's what I've heard. And I've heard awesome. that the campaign is like interestingly open. Yeah. And I like that. I think yeah, that's no, a good super a, cool. A cool idea.
1: And you could be sneaky or you can uh you can <laughs> Well I've heard the stealth is broken. Yeah, it's <laughs> I mean it's not very
0: it's not very easy to be sneaky, for sure. I I don't know. I've seen some mixed stuff about the uh, war stories actually and the last war story isn't out yet there's one that isn't finished and it's coming soon i want to state that i think as gamers and if if you enjoy the battlefield franchise you should check out battlefield 5 only with like the pre-knowledge that they're supporting it with free content in the future they're doing free content updates free map updates and whatnot so you can look at their confusing schedule of their content that's coming out and kind of decide for yourself the game's going on sale already so if
1: it's like $30 now
0: yeah if it's something you're interested in probably check it out really good Uh, another shout out we're on to the last few ones here Warhammer Vermintide 2 is a game that caught my eye it is a four player cooperative sword shooting first person game and it's sort of like a successor to Left for Dead, to somewhat, but it's like in a medieval setting. So it
1: reminds me of that stupid game we played one night where you're you're like in hell or something. Uh, do you remember that game?
0: Uh, uh, Painkiller. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, check it out if that's something you're looking forward to. It seems to be big on the PC community. And finally, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, not out today, but it is probably out by the time you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, You can find out how it's doing. In my opinion, this game looks like the best version of Super Smash Bros. you can get. Cameron's like, it could still suck. I'm like, no, it cannot suck. This is the last (laughs) one, probably. The last one that the original creative director made. You think it's going to be the last one? This is like his greatest hits album. Yeah. That's That's the way he's kind of presenting it. So good for them. (laughs) Super Smash Bros. Ultimate looks amazing. It's only on Switch and who doesn't like a little bit of Smash Bros? I wanted to add a fun little section at the end, even though we're cut up on an hour and a half. Oh who cares? We're going to call this episode a buyer's guide to 2018. For buyer's nameers. guide. Um, there are games as a service that are still going on, and these are games you should know about. Pokemon Go is on your phone. You can play it. I recently started playing it. It's not sponsored. The game is still kind of crappy, but I just got a notification today saying battles are coming soon. That sounds we cool. That sounds see. like the only way that game could be fun. We will see. We will see. I have been playing it. They have some fun systems with friends now. So I think it's my friends who have got me into it. So If you, if you got a group of friends that wants to play it with you, check it out. Uh, PUBG finally releasing on PlayStation 4 probably by the time that you hear this podcast on Monday and PUBG is pretty much dead. There are better, better Battle Royale games.
1: So do you mean that Fortnite was the winner, winner, chicken dinner?
0: Speaking of Fortnite, Season 7 or 8 or whatever the frick we're on, Season Come on, that nine, was a good joke. That season good 9 joke. is coming out, all right? And uh, the trailer's probably up by the time this podcast comes out. If you like Fortnite, Fortnite is free on everything pretty much, except for Vita. So, pff, sorry, Vita check yeah, it out it plays
1: on mobile and not on vita i know it's crazy
0: i like fortnite it's a good game it's a good game and people yeah. who hate on it well at least it doesn't run like at 15 frames per second like I, that pubg poop i don't like fortnite culture <laughs> i agree Uh world of warcraft and league of legends are things i don't know about but they're still being supported same with elder scrolls online that was for you darren there's a somerset update that came out this year I don't know what that means.
1: Yeah, World of Warcraft had that's that's like a twenty year game, twenty year old game, and it just had a <laughs> had an update this year. Yeah. So.
0: Um, Overwatch, my baby, camera knows I could rant forever. Your if you haven't game. played Overwatch, frickin' play it. They just added a new hero, Ash, and they added another hero, Wrecking Ball, which is literally what it sounds like. It is a hamster in a ball. My that has Miley Cyrus. Machine guns, no hammers. That oh, would be Reinhardt. Um. I'm already Winston. So. <laughs> that was a TikTok joke. For... <laughs> that was for you, Cameron. <laughs> and Rainbow Six Siege is still being updated to this day. Cameron, I think you should check it out. It's a tactical, close quarters, claustrophobic action game yeah. shooter. And it looks fun. And it is fun. And I have it, but my PC can barely run it. It runs at 30. Secure the hostages. It's good it's really fun yeah i mean
1: i my mac cannot run it so yeah
0: it's a it's it's a good game those are the games for services if i could say you want to check out one that's good overwatch is cheap buy it it's amazing it is such a good thing do not buy it on console it sucks on console (laughs) okay the game is only meant to be played with mouse and keyboard and um it is multiplayer only so you should know that if you're a single player game to finish out episode 24 and this complete nerd fest nerd fest. We have a chart of games and I'm going to read them off and they're in sections and you should know uh, about like, like, I mean, this is basically a summary is what I'm getting at. Sorry. (laughs) Some Wi-Fi thing popped up on my screen. I was like, what is that? So if you're looking to get a Nintendo game this year, This is the list of Nintendo games that came out this year. We got Kirby's Battle Royale. (laughs) Uh, Kirby Star Allies, Luigi's Mansion 3DS, Diablo 3, Eternal Collection, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, Dark Souls Remastered, Mario Tennis. Aces, Tetris Effect, Pokemon Let's Go, Eevee, and Pikachu, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and Super Mario Party, which we didn't mention. Also, oh, yeah. we forgot to mention Far Cry 5, which is another oh, yeah. game that came out. Uh, my dad recommends. He says it is good, but there are frustrating mechanics in it, and he doesn't like how all the rednecks swear so much. So That's what rednecks do. That's his; Those are his words. Uh, but as far as Nintendo goes, I think the game you should be looking at is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. That's my opinion. Yeah, I have sure. a Switch. You can also play Fortnite for free just give us the
1: highlights of the of the sections
0: yeah i would say that um for nintendo super smash bros ultimate and think about dark souls remastered yeah there's also diablo that looks good uh as far as action games this year we got a bunch of them i would say check out god of war if you have a playstation 4 along with spider-man that's on playstation 4 black ops 4 is a solid experience holy crap cameron i forgot we what? skipped over the big one because I was saving the best. Oh, for Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. And, of course, the number one action game of the year and the game of the year by everyone's standards. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2. Rockstar Presents Red, <sighs> Red Dead Redemption 2. I if, want it. I want it so dude, bad. Dude, if you're not a PC gamer, I'm sorry. Or, or if you are a PC gamer, I'm sorry. It's not out on PC yet. It will come it always comes like a, y- a year later right although the original red dead never came to pc really which, yeah we don't know what's gonna yeah. happen there but i'm pretty sure it's gonna come to pc that'd be stupid of them to hold that
1: i played the og um red dead like back this is not, not
0: when it first came out but but a couple years later it was really good this game is really getting good. like flat tens across the board yeah it's getting such good scores oh right i hear it's amazing it looks amazing. I haven't spoiled. I I can't play. I am trying to stay away from it. I don't want to spoil anything for it. It is a cowboy simulator, literally simulator. <laughs> that is what you need to know. Yeah, you shave, you shower, you, you bathe, you power. Yeah. You yeah. grab money. You ride horses. You fall off horses. You shoot people. You lasso them ladies. You know what I'm saying?
1: Those suffragettes.
0: <laughs> the KKK's in it. Yeah. You, yeah,
1: you kill it, them. It's a. I mean, yeah. It, no, it looks actually like amazingly comprehensive. Like the amount of things that you could do, the the systems that they've been they've been innovating on are just
0: extremely realistic looking. Oh yeah, very. Uh, the way just, that people treat you differently, and uh, if different. you stink, they'll throw you out. That's amazing. It's it amazing. is. It is really awesome looking. So Sh- much detail. Check out some footage. My jaw dropped when I watched just regular gameplay yeah. of it. I'm just like, and wow. it looks. Cool the heck? So Cameron good. and I have not played the game yet because we have finals. <laughs> I've told myself not to buy the game. I've told myself to stay away until so I actually blessed. have time. The game is supposed to be super long. The problem
1: is I know that if I bring that game t- into my house, I will never play it
0: because my roommates will. Yeah, Cameron, have you heard about how long the game is?
1: Yeah, I heard it's like, uh, what, what, it, what was it? Like 100 something hours? 150 hours?
0: Like just the campaign. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> it is worth every penny i mean
1: that was that was me with the witcher was i i that game the witcher took me literally three years to play
0: i, I beat that game this year <laughs> there's just so many good games this this year in terms of action yeah hitman yeah. 2 is another one that i want to throw out i really think people need to check that one out it looks really really fun yeah. um but yeah uh, red Dead 2 definitely for action games JD I know if you listen this far i'm sorry i didn't bring up your baby Sooner, I know he's very excited about Red Dead. We just haven't played it. I've been trying to stay away. I've already like spoiled the ending of the game. Really? Why? Yeah, I had to know. I had to know something because you wouldn't you would never get there. No, I would have not played it if it didn't do this. What happened in the game? Okay, okay? like I was like, I need to know what happens at the end. Okay, (laughs) on the thing is, is that Red Dead Redemption Two is actually a prequel to Red Dead One, and I know about Red Dead One, and so I was like. Wait, how, do, how does this connect? And so I had to know. So I, I'm sorry, Cameron. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. All right. Uh, moving on. Racing games. There's a couple on this list. We talked about Burnout Paradise. That's the one we recommend because we love Burnout. But if you're looking for a more updated racing game, don't check out The Crew 2. Go with Forza Horizon 4. Looks like a solid game. Looks beautiful. Moving on to fighting. Of course, Super Smash Brothers. But if you want to get goofy with character creation, check out Col- uh, Soul Calibur 6. If you're feeling weeby, check out Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> z fighters looks great i mean all all three of those games sound like fun fighting games so. solid solid fighting games as far as rpgs go of course if you're that pc hardcore check out that divinity original sin 2 we got assassin's creed odyssey coming in hot god of war has light rpg elements but we threw it in the it's, action section yeah, it's not really an RPG. um monster hunter world is probably the one that is like hardcore japanese rpg but it's like westernized, so it's a weird mix. And I put Shadows of the Colossus underneath there, even though it should be action. I just felt like it felt like an RPG. I was it's like, not I, an feel, RPG. I It's feel not an RPG. When Facts I he- don't care about your feelings. All right, classic. then. As far as survival simulation games go, don't waste your time with farming Simulator 19, okay? <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot to put Dark Souls 1 in RPG. That's what happened. That, that probably my is bad. one of the better RPGs. Yeah. We got uh, Subnautica. It's probably the best one in that survival list. Yeah, sounds fun. Bunch of indie games this year. We talked about a few. Um, I am interested the most in Guacamelee 2. But a lot of people swear by Celeste now, boy. A lot of people swear by Celeste. So if that is your cup of tea, check it out. And for best group games, this is for you guys who somehow made it through this super nerdy podcast. You're like, I don't like video games. Overcooked 2 is your game. Oh, yeah. Check out Overcooked 2. You can Overcooked play it 2. with anybody. You can play that, it with anybody. That one is so, so fun.
1: The thing about Overcooked 2, and I forgot to mention this, is... Oops, sorry. You're fine. <laughs> um, is w- w- when you when you fail a level in Overcooked 2, you have that moment where... like, Did you ever play... You pl- you played football your freshman year, yeah. right? And when you lose a game in football, you like go back to the locker room and, and your coach is like... You know... These are the things that we could have done better. You have that same exact <laughs> conversation in Overcooked with when with you all fail your other cooks. Yeah, when you fail a level, when you're like, "Guys, we really, we really messed up on prepping, prepping the vegetables." Overcooked really 2, I
0: think is on like all platforms right now, even yeah, PC. Awesome. You just need four controllers. That's the only thing. Yeah, you need four controllers to play this one. I wonder if they changed the music in the second one. Uh, I hope not. I hope it's not. So like
1: nerve wracking
0: and also very happy. Like <laughs> it's like that one video you showed me on YouTube. Uh, oh, I can't remember the name of it. It's like all the happy puppets, and then it gets really dark and scary at the end. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, don't hug me, I'm scared. Yeah,
0: don't hug me. That's what. Did I show you
1: that? Yeah, you did. Oh, I, I'm you
0: sorry. <laughs> I showed Cameron a really, really funny Star Wars video. That was funny. Today.
1: Do you remember? Uh, uh, pizza rolls the tim and eric that used to be that used to be like our thing there's this great commercial
0: called totino's pizza boy or something (laughs) and i encountered this tim and eric commercial at like 2 in the morning it was like airing on like actual TV, and I don't even know how I saw it, and I don't even no, watch. No, no. TV. it was like
1: a YouTube ad. It I was think, a YouTube. Okay,
0: ad. it must have been a YouTube ad then. Yeah, and I was just shocked. It is my f- is one of my favorite videos of all time. It's so funny.
1: Hey, I'm Hard Rock Joe.
0: It's just them trying to hypnotize you into buying pizza rolls, <laughs> and it worked. It's amazing. It's so funny. It's really good. Karen, I, sh- I remember I showed
1: it to my girlfriend, and she was like, "You're the weirdest." Person I dude, I ever-
0: <laughs> I've showed some videos to Juliana when we first started dating. And she was like, "I'm not sure about you." Yeah. There's this channel called Filthy Frank, and I was like, "He's so funny." And don't look up that channel, please. Don't look at that channel. And it is wow. It's it's really funny because
1: over the years, you know, you kind of gauge how 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 close you are with somebody by how weird the videos you share. Are.
0: <laughs> and so like. It, oh yeah! Now Jules and I are sending some really weird stuff yeah. to each other. Have you
1: ever seen? I showed you poop shotgun, right?
0: Oh gosh. <laughs> This show is supposed what? to be rated PG, Cameron. Oh, yeah, Stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> All right, Cameron, we're at 142. Ooh, wow. I, long one. I'm feeling the energy, long bro. On. So here's the question. Do you want to go to two hours? <laughs> Dude, if we do that, like people are going to be like, I don't have time for your show.
1: Yeah. No, that's I true. was
0: actually thinking with the money and banking episode, we should probably cut it down to like shorter episodes. But this episode was not enough time. Yeah, it's weird because sometimes we'll record and have not enough time or some time and whatnot. What? Yeah. What, what? What? Was that a sentence?
1: What did Who you? Who is say? there, dude?
0: Sometimes... My brain is fried. Did you hear how clean my like narrator voice was this episode? You were going really fast, like yeah. you were on cracking I was going as fast as I could. Your it's eyes are I knew... dilated right now. It's because I knew you... what I was talking about. That's you... what I'm saying. Are you on the marijuana? I'm telling you, kid. These people that play Black Ops (laughs) Four are on Adderall, like they're like sniffing rose and doing Adderall. Yeah, because I'll be playing with them and they're like 180, shoot me in the head. I'm just like, dude, Dude, "Dude." have you ever played on Hardcore? No, I refuse. I'm never touching that. It's awful. I actually appreciate how Treyarch was like, yeah, time to kill is gonna be higher, because I can't imagine what the game would have been like if it was lower.
1: Oh, play Hardcore.
0: Play Hardcore. No, I need extra time. I need the time to kill to be higher. I'd rather be better myself. Like, oh, man. Yeah, no, it's uh, too sweaty. Intense. I wonder how much of our audience plays video games. It's a good question.
1: We should probably have thought about that before doing this uh, an, hour, an hour and 45 minutes. I episode. really
0: <laughs> I really enjoy video games. Me too. Me too. That's why we talked about them. I'm enjoying this blanket. It's warm. It's so warm I can't tell if I peed my pants. <laughs> This is the quality you get when you make it to the end.
1: Yeah, no. People are The end of out. sanity. The end of sanity.
0: <laughs> That's the best part. That's I love how the end of the show devolves into nothingness. I was thinking about what What if we... I feel like it's hard for maybe our listeners to turn off the podcast because they actually want to see us lose our minds at the end. That's probably the best part. Hmm. That's the part... Dude, this Netgear thing keeps popping up. <laughs> Stop that. Like... I would imagine if I was a listener listening to this part, listenception right now, and I was listening to myself, but I wasn't myself, okay? I would be thinking, what is he going to say next that has any value to what he's been leading up to with his strange sentence spacing? Will this question ever end? Isaac, that was bad.
1: You shouldn't do that to the listeners.
0: (laughs) That must have been torture. I have to be honest. That must have been torture.
1: I'm just laughing. Darren's
0: one of the few people that I know listens to it, so that was for him. Because he gives me so much crap, dude. We've been shouting on Darren the whole episode, but... He texted me today and just cracked me up. So I'm like, I got to rust him in this mm. episode. Mm. It serves him right. And we are having him on the show. So we he can are. defend himself later. All right? Yeah. When we talk about he something def- I don't want to spoil. He yet.
1: can defend himself against the dark arts like Snape.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you like what we do at Everything Comes From Something. Why would you? <laughs> feel free to check out. Our Patreon page. Oh my gosh, you're doing it again. Don't do it while we're trying to pitch the sale, Isaac. I'm just saying. <laughs> Patreon.com slash ECFS podcast. Hmm. That's where you can check us out. The show is officially done. It's over. It is. Finally. Something <laughs> that I wanted to complete saying. And yet, you still... You're killing everybody. What? Are here, aren't you? <laughs>
1: why you? Why why, do you want to, to destroy our listener base? It is almost 10 o'clock. Man. <laughs> do you know this? Oh, no. My laptop died through the course of Did
0: you know? That's one. Of, okay. My, <laughs> can I just share a really, really. Sc- <laughs> Cameron, don't laugh into the mic like I'm that. Sorry, can sorry. I just share a really, really scary. Thing that I that I bothered Juliana with. Yeah, go ahead. So there are certain things that trigger Juliana okay. right away, and because I have the syndrome that you share as well, which is the fact that we feel we need to share strange tidbits of information we know yeah. when the situation presents itself. Um, I used to say to her, "Did you know?" Like, and then tell her something interesting, right? <laughs> <And> <laughs> no, she, no, 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 no. You wouldn't tell her something interesting. You'd tell her something that you
1: thought was interesting.
0: <laughs> exactly. I, there's a, there's exactly, a difference. Exactly, okay? So I would tell her something that I thought was interesting, right? And she was just like, why? You, you always say, did you know? Did you know? So now, just to bother her, I would be like, did you know, like, you know, And I'll like pause, right? And she'll be looking at me like, what? (laughs) What? And then I'll be like, did you know? And I won't say anything. I'll just keep asking her, did you know? And it just bothers her Mm. so much because she's like, what? Just say it. Like, what? And I don't know. Sometimes I don't have anything to say. I just say it now. So now she thinks it's funny. But like she used to be kind of mad at it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, That's my fun tidbit. Uh, That's good. <laughs> what if she said that's my fun bid <laughs> <Mid-tend>. tin <laughs> I didn't even mess it up I messed it up on purpose cause it was funny <laughs> this is the weezer episode <laughs> <laughs> Where Cameron is wheezing in the background. This is it's bad. If this you want to destroy my, my sweater. sweater. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, no. Why haven't you stopped
1: the episode
0: yet? <laughs> because just... it's getting better. Dude. <laughs> it's getting better. We're 10 minutes to 2 hours. Can we do it?
1: <laughs> oh no, there's no doubt that we can do it. We're we're on this like
0: strange energy. <laughs> this juice. We're juice. Oh. oh boy. Juiced Modern Warfare 3 <laughs> reference dude.
1: Dude, that game was horrible. Do you remember playing that at the gray.
0: church? All I see is grey.
1: Do you remember do you remember playing that at the church?
0: Yeah. And we were like What a strange choice of a game for a youth group. I know. Modern cool. Warfare Three. You know what I was thinking about? Tasteful though. I will say. That was popular. At you the know time. what
1: I, you know what I was thinking about? How um we we watched The Manny Pacquiao, uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather fight in high school. Yeah. Like, at Scott's house. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I was like, wow, that's a a bold move. That
0: was interesting. That was fun. You know what's weird? Is that it doesn't feel right to end the podcast without a post show. And so we've just filled. Like, our, our show went an hour and a half. Yeah. And now it's like, we need to do... Nothing to do with anything. You know what I was thinking though is is maybe key to our survival,
1: Cam. Maybe we should we should cut off nothing to do with anything from the actual podcast and throw it throw it up on like Wednesday or something as
0: like a stinger. That would be fun. I think if we did that, we should just make it its own thing and only record it and put it out randomly. So it would be like the end part of this episode, but we'd put really funny music over it, and it would just be us like people were gonna think that we'd be like high or something, right? People would be like, what are they on? And I'd be like, Cameron, did you ever think about why gold is valuable? Like, what the heck, dude? Like, what is the problem? No, but with I that? think
1: I think there is something I think I like having like a segment of the of the show that's just like Just us talking, just us, you know, like not, not no direction or anything, just us like talking and hanging out. So like, I like that. Me too. Hashtag me too.
0: Wow. (laughs) So we're at 151 and things have mellowed out.
1: I don't think so. I (laughs) think you're just, you're just holding it back. (laughs) And now. Are you going to ASMR us?
0: You're ready for oh some my ASMR. Gosh. I'm glad you're here. Oh dear, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the ECFSASMR <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we're we're glad you're here for for this episode. We got some interesting sounds for you.
1: The sound of your vocal fry, mainly.
0: This one is called. <laughs> beard scratching. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> I'm glad. You no, did. nobody
1: heard it because nobody's listening. That was like the, the
0: cringiest uh, moment of the, this podcast ever, and I'm pretty sure we did that same exact bit last week.
1: I don't know. It was pretty. Yeah, we did, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> with the beard scratching.
1: But it was pretty cringy whenever we would open up uh, our podcast oh. with songs. <laughs> Is oh. that what we did this time?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, the Netgear genie just keeps popping up. The genie. I think it's because. Uh, Do you
1: remember uh, the paperclip on the side of like Microsoft Office? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the memes, dude. That was like what a weird, what a weird paperclip.
0: <laughs> He's got eyes. He's always watching. <laughs> what was it called? Clippy. Cliffy. Really? Cl- Clippy B. Clippy <laughs> B
1: Hey guys, I'm Clippy B. I uh I made I made clips of war.
0: Dude, I'm like cheesing right now. Mm. But like I would imagine if you listened to this podcast like you did, unless you skip to the end to find out what we were talking about. And you listen to the beginning, you're like, hey, you know, these guys aren't perfect. But at least they got energy and they seem well-informed about video games. But then you skip, like, if you listen to it and now you're at this point, you're like, what is wrong (laughs) with these people? And I will say, like, if you're channeling creative energy into something you're doing, like, it's draining. And so at this point, like, I'm out of gas. That's Mm. what I'm saying. Gas. I'm out of gas. I can only go for an hour and a half sounding semi-professional and self-deprecating. At this point, it's just self-deprecation.
1: No, I feel that.
0: So... I'm still, I'm
1: still gone. Like, think about how, how much Joe Rogan, (laughs) think about how much Joe Rogan podcasts a day when you're like, I'm still going. I'm like, Oh gosh, (laughs) that's it. You just did three hours. Dang. Jamie, uh, pull that up. Yeah. Pull
0: pull that video. Oh wow. Another Joe Rogan clone, (laughs) Cameron.
1: Except we don't get interesting people on our
0: podcast. That's not true. That's changing, but I don't want to spoil anything. That's changing. That's really changing.
1: We're gonna have some fun. That was a funny. F- mouth, I'm like
0: mouth noise. I'm actually nervous that eventually well, we're not that popular yet. But it might be this show might become like full interviews. Like yeah. if, if if things arise where we can only go once a month, and we'll let you guys know. But as for now, we're doing once a week. But if we can only do like once a month because we have a schedule mishap or something, or like Cameron actually starts going and making movies, which will eventually happen. Um like once a month we might actually end up having guests on the show every month it's not that hard to hit yeah that's true so
1: i haven't really thought that far into uh, into
0: things dude you really want to crack that two hour mark huh we got five minutes to go dude you're the one who
1: who's like this show is over and then you (laughs) you didn't you didn't press the stop button so i'm i'm ready to go if you want to go two and a half hours, I'll go two and a half what hours. What were you cracking
0: about last like a little while ago? Cracking? Remember we were arguing about something? Cracking bottles. Oh, okay. Five in minutes. The club. Quick idea. Mm. This is gonna get economics. Oh, mm. we're
1: going back to this? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Because I was having a good conversation with Cameron earlier and we were just breaking it down. And we were having an argument about companies being good and then being profitable versus companies that are profitable and then being good. And that's sort of a weird way to approach it. But basically my argument was, and he didn't necessarily disagree with it, but it, it was an argument that I was like, companies only exist for profit. That's their only existing purpose. And if we know that we should be able to play our cards right around them and have power as consumers and have power as a society so that the good companies succeed, right? Yeah. To some degree. And Cameron was like, "Well, well, go ahead."
1: Well, I was I was just saying that it's it's true, but it's not uh I don't think it's a particularly effective way to um approach this argument because really people who are arguing that uh companies have like a moral obligation are they're they're not going to be all that open to the idea that companies only exist for profit. And so, so we have to really tie the fact that companies are only to exist, um, are only there to exist for profit, with the idea that the only way that companies are profitable is if they are good companies, if they're good to the people who they employ, and if they are good to the the consumer. And so, like I'd I don't think there is all that much of a discrepancy between um, a company having sort of a moral obligation as as well as a um a profit motivation but i do think there is something to be said about the fact that that's not a a, partic- a particularly effective way to to argue with somebody who's arguing that that companies should have a moral obligation to do good right cuz i think i think people who are arguing that are more idealistic right and they see they see c- companies doing bad things and being you know, selfish and only working for profit. They see that as a bad thing. And and I think we need to argue less that um, companies working for their own profit is is not only morally neutral, but it's also the only way to do that is when those companies are, are morally good.
0: Yeah. Does that, uh, that make sense? That totally makes sense, especially because you're sort of taking it to the next level in terms of – um talking to the opposing side and that's not really something i'm taking into account i guess i'm being more like this is the truth and i guess i'm acting more heavy-handed and one-sided so i think it's really wise of you to take that approach when when talking to the other end right seeing like classifying them as idealistic and in some degree. Right. Like to, to acknowledge, acknowledge that's not a bad thing necessarily. I mean, I I don't, well to agree. I I guess I could say that I'm idealistic in, in my interpretation and it's a negative interpretation, but I'm like, Hey, like that's just the way I see it. And if I see it that way, like if I know that's why they exist, like mine is sort of like, you're saying, okay, we know like, it's back to that idea. What I, what I was saying earlier, right? Where I'm like, companies only exist for profit, right? That's my interpretation. And then as a result, we should promote the idea of them being good moral companies, right? Yeah. Because then they will be rewarded with that profit. Whereas as you are saying, well, if you're arguing to someone who has an idealistic perspective, you need to bring in the moral side first so that they can see that their view is profitable.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and. And I think one of the one of the problems that we face is is uh, by phrasing the concept as "oh, companies are only here for, are only exist for profit." That's like it's like
0: you're shutting down a call to action on the company to be good, and people don't think that you want the company to be good. Well, is what you're saying, kind
1: yes, of. yes, and also you're confirming all the suspicions that that these people have about companies. I mean, this is, this is why people don't like companies is because they only exist for profit. But, but really we need to be arguing that yes, companies only exist for profit, but it's profitable to be good. Yeah. Profitable to treat your customers in a good way. And, and that's, that's way more profitable than, than scamming people. Like people don't, people don't like being scammed. I think I
0: have that moral built into just my personal ideas, ideology, right? Yeah where I'm like if you're good it only leads to better things but maybe not everybody sees it that way right no but i mean the whole like this p- is just a total random spin off and we're past 2 hours by the way so congratulations <laughs> um
1: no but pe- i i think people I, I guess this is the the last thing and then we should wrap but yeah. um i think the i think the people who argue um like against uh, i think the people that argue that that companies need have a moral duty Society um, are arguing from from a place of companies bad, uh, you know, people, small businesses or whatever good, yeah, you know, but that's not that's not the way that we should be thinking about this. And when we say things like, "Oh, companies only exist for profit," all we're doing is confirming the suspicion that companies bad, right? When we need to tie into the fact that making a profit is also doing something good. Yeah, like that. If, those are the same thing. I don't one know the same.
0: why I'm making this connection, but you know how a lot of people think that like nice guys don't get girls or something yeah. like that. Well, going back to that moral thing, it's like, well, I do think nice guys get girls and they get the best ones, and I know that's like a weird. No, I don't think nice guys get girls. I think good guys get girls. That's what I meant. Yeah. Mm-hmm good, good guys, get girls. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, that's, do you kind of see how I'm drawing that connection yeah, totally. to where like companies go? Totally. That's a weird stretch, but maybe but if you're not quite following. What no. We're and seeing, I, to- like- I
1: totally agree. And the, the way that you see that is uh, companies that act good, but are actually aren't, um, they're, they're the first ones on the chopping block from, yeah. from both sides. Right. Like, Definitely. I think, I mean, I think people are, are getting fed up with Facebook because they're, oh yeah they're, you know and Google too I think people are getting fed up with Google people are saying you know their 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 motto was don't be evil <laughs> yeah, yeah you know yeah. and so like they're the ones who are like oh we're nice we're good to you we're you know we give away free things and then we steal your data and, and sell them and <laughs> you know and it's like and it's like people are getting fed up with these these really shadowy corporations who who do bad stuff on the on the margins like yeah. I think I think that's 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 totally normal. That's what
0: happens. So. Well, I think the end of this podcast has become quite informative and not as goofy. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have survived the Metal chaos. Gear, Metal Gear Survive. If, if you have survived the chaos of episode 24, you now have a stamp of approval. And if you want to have a better stamp of approval from us personally, consider supporting us Yeah, on Patreon. We will write you a thank you note. This
1: will not be a regular thing. What? A two-hour podcast?
0: No, it's not regular. We're just having a good night.
1: Yeah, this is just. I think this is kind of like a a, a holiday special because we're only giving. Let's just call it that. It's a holiday special because we're only doing like two episodes this week. This ho
0: month. ho ho! Well, Merry well, well. Yeah, the, maybe the, next oh, week. Oh yeah, we, that's a big announcement. I keep forgetting to say that. Okay. No, you said it the last two episodes. I know, but this episode too. <laughs> we will not be doing a podcast episode for the last 2 weeks of December, okay? You need to know that. <laughs> it's Christmas time, enjoy the time with your family. Patreon producers, hit us up. But maybe if got next questions.
1: maybe next week we can go long too. Cuz with the
0: ideas with the idea that I had? Maybe, 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 maybe baby. Oh man, we are just about to break 2 hours and 5 minutes oh and gosh. I don't want to hit that record. Okay. So, with that, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Hopefully, you know what games to buy this holiday season, and from all of last year. But with that, have a great rest of your week, and I hope your commute was made better.